Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Welcome, Blonde. Hey. Any uh, any fancy news you want to share? I don't have anything. I don't have a good story. I don't have any... I got nothing. Any Any hobos? Any yeah, there are always hobos. Shit and needle piles. I saw a hobo last week that had carved a cross into his forehead. He did it himself? Um, presumably. I mean, he was laying motionless on the ground outside of the QFC. Let's see what else happened this week. Um, I thought I was getting a house, and then the house has all these problems, and now it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So there's that. Uh, yeah, so the move is just keeps getting pushed further and further away from my grasp. Ah, you've already done X amount of months in in that city. You can do you could do one more. Seriously, every day it's like I just look around me. I'm like, no. Well, uh, this is the call-in show. If you're new to the show, there is a link in the description to the Discord server on which we host the show. Click that link if you want to join the uh, call-in live room with us. Um, once you're in the server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first come first serve basis. Patrons get priority. So if you're a patron of myself or of blonde or of the podcast, you should be marked in a pretty orange font in the server. If you're not go ahead and message us on Patreon. We'll get that taken care of for you. Uh, if you'd like to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting into the live room, send us an email beauty in the beta at gmail.com. Take questions, comments. there. always appreciate brevity in those. <laughs> in those questions or comments sent to the inbox and um uh, or you can record a brief message to us posted unlisted on youtube try to keep those to a minute or less and we will play the audio and respond to it got a couple of those at the end of the show tonight too we, we will got a take... lot of those we're gonna have to seriously stick to this two minutes i know we start every show like this but for real for real you're you're in charge didn't i say i was gonna do a clock that's what i'll do uh that's what i'll do this week i'll try it out uh, we will take super chats in between callers as well. So, all right, I set up an iPhone stopwatch. We're going to try it. Uh, let's let's hop into it. We had a couple early guys. So, unfortunately, I'm sticking to the rules. I got to be a timestamp Nazi and go with Josh and Jess first. But You're we so will get people are people are so trying to be so fast with that keyboard finger to get in. Uh, Josh and Jess, I don't see you in the waiting room though. So if you are here, hop into the waiting room. I'll pull you in. Frank Underwood. We'll, we'll get Frank in first. Oh, there's Josh and Jess. There you are. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. I forgot to put myself in the waiting room. He was refreshing his memory about what he wanted to talk about. and didn't realize that he was. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually have three things. So I got to be pretty quick on all of them. Right. Uh, two, two things from the Liberty Bell interview. Yeah. Uh, so the first one that's the easiest is the Liberty doll. Or the, when you guys were talking about how far away a, a knife is effective against someone with a gun, yeah. it's 21 feet, not 15 feet. Really? Uh, but that applies you only if the person Very is, is, if the weapon is not drawn. If the weapon is drawn, you have to be within arm, just arms, arms length. Oh, right, that makes sense. Um, yeah. 
Well, I mean, you have to have some accuracy too. Otherwise, you know, there's not much you can do. But, uh, but so it's, it's 21 feet and that's only if the weapon is holstered. Also, she was uh, about the, uh, the 3d printing guns. Um, one, this is kind of a two-parter. Uh, she was conflating 3d printers with CNC machines. A CNC machine, CNC machine removes material and a 3d printer adds material. So they're kind of Hmm. fundamentally opposite concepts. Um, Do you have to have both of them to make this gun? No, you can make a you can make a you can make the lower receiver of any gun with a three to four hundred dollar three D printer because a lower receiver is not a load bearing part. Ah. Uh, it's also the only serialized part of a gun in the United States. So the so you can make an untraceable gun with a three to four hundred dollar three D printer. Interesting. Um, and Ghost then gun. there is dun, dun, dun. A you'd have to buy all the other parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that'd be pretty but, easy to be pretty easy to do, right? I don't know how heavily yeah. regulated the other parts are. The other parts are not regulated at all. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you can make an untraceable gun with a three to four hundred dollar uh, printer. Um, I stand by her point, though, that it'd probably just be easier to f- go on the street corner of any major city and get one without serial numbers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Serial numbers filed off. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going to make a strong argument, make sure your facts are correct. Ooh, um, Liberty Doll, you hear that? Finally, <laughs> the last thing this is, what is uh, Tommy Robinson. Uh, yeah. Is, ooh, I'm pretty excited about that. That's a huge win for free speech in Britain. Did you see the video of him receiving his kids? It was heart-wrenching. I, I didn't, but I'll have to watch that. Oh, oh yeah. No. Break out the tissues. I, I just watched yeah. it on the show. I'm like, <laughs> oh. going to cry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No more parental tears. Time's up. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for calling you guys. Have a good night. Wow, when you actually run a stopwatch, that time disappears quickly. Let's talk to uh, let's talk to Frank now. Hey Hey Frank. Hey guys. How are you doing? Pretty good. Well, I wanted to talk about the winning versus my value stuff. Ah, Because I've been thinking, and I think that if you don't go for winning, if you don't make them pay by setting the rules that they set, then they can just take endless advantage of you. Yeah, I so, like you. I don't know about so, that. I, I think, anyway, I'll, I'll allow you make make your case and I'll respond. Well, I thought about the story from when I was like um, in third grade, I think. Mm-hmm. Because there was this kid that was uh, was uh, was bothering me and uh, and like always threatening me to to beat me up and stuff. So after after a couple of days of this, I just grabbed him by the shoulders and gave him like the maximum headbutt. So like, good, <laughs> and he just fell down on the on the hallway and the school and just looked at me like dazzled. And after that, no problem. Well, if he's threatening you, I think there's a credible case for self defense. But I, I the point is. If you sacrifice your values, at what point do you be the enemy? Do you become the enemy that you're trying to defeat? Yeah. And I mean, that's something you should be conscientious of. But the imminent concern is that you'll lose the culture. So. But I think we're winning. I I think. Doesn't really feel like it. They still have the losing ground. I think we're gaining ground. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we're winning. They still have more ground. They still have culture. They still have academia. Depends how you measure winning. I think progress is in our direction not theirs i would agree with that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well i would just like to say that if you take the high road when they set up a game that makes you lose by taking the high road 
and you're just going to lose. Not, not necessarily. But if, I, if, I think if, you can if, win by taking the high road frequently. I think, uh, for example, I think a message of free speech is incredibly compelling to a lot of people versus the tactics of shutting down speech. Like, if, yeah. I think if we went, let's say I went to college campuses and started shouting down leftist speakers because they've been doing this, so I'm going to use their tactics to get back at them. I think I would... I would get a lot more hate toward me than than well, we don't need to use success. all of their tactics against them but because they lack principles and a strong sense of morality they just have more tools in their arsenal i'm willing to use some of those tools that i think won't compromise our integrity fundamentally i can get with it for like defensive purposes or to people who have explicitly endorsed or violated the rules like the james gunn case yeah the only thing yeah, i'm, I'm worried of is going thing. after targets who have not explicitly themselves or specifically themselves that. done this anyway we'll give you a last word frank well i would just like to say that if you look at it like historically this is a, exactly what the conservatives do they take the high road and they lost on the gay marriage they lost on religion they lost on uh, on marriage like in general so i would just look at it like historically all right thanks uh, have a good night man appreciate it Bye, okay thanks. see you around okay we got next uh dead eye guy after the false start dead eye guy you there Hey, what's going on? You guys? got your twitchy trigger finger trying to get in here a minute or maybe ten seconds early tonight. Hey, hey, I've, I'm right at five fifty. I've got a wolf clock up when that goes off. I wait till that bad boy says. It's the up. Discord server clock, man. That's that's the rule, not the world clock. Yeah, but mine says five fifty, doesn't it? In the timestamp. Um. Well, not the first one. I'm talking about the first one. Oh wait, no, no. Oh, never mind. You just wrote no. no, no. no. I was policing. I was. Policing. You wrote no. Okay, yeah. I got confused. <laughs> oh my God, Skag, you're such a wiener. I, well, uh, I, just, I like to tease because we we had two. We had two. Uh, I thought his was one, but it wasn't. He was just telling question my honor, sir. Okay, I'm starting your clock now. All right. So, Blonde, you're searching for a house. We actually just got did that battle uh, last year. We got a house down here in Orange County, California, and yeah. it is just the worst. I'm I so bet it was so competitive. Can I ask how many offers you put on houses before you were able to secure something? We actually, our first offer was basically all we needed, but we jumped on it immediately. Like the house hit the market. We saw it. We we're like, okay, this is it. Put our, put our offer in. And we had a pretty good offer for them. We're basically giving them almost everything they wanted. And we, I got to butter them up, send them a letter. Like oh, I'm a veteran. I'm doing a VA loan. And they're just like, oh, okay. I'll sell it to us. Mm, so. Maybe we should do But that. I'm glad we did it now. Uh, oh, definitely. Uh, he's, he should have the VA loan. You only need three years in um, to yeah. qualify for it. No, no money down. Plus the letter, though, I mean, he doesn't want to do it because he thinks it's totally queer. But, I, but okay, I'm like, well, if if it's gonna give us an edge, I don't, I don't really care. Well, like, one ring to another. Stuff. You tell could that, write it and just have devil. him sign it. You know, at that point. That's true. Tell yeah. that devil that I think we uh, do you do what you can to get a house. <laughs> I know it's just so competitive. Like, oh my god. Uh. Yeah. And anyway, Blonde, I'm sorry in advance, but Matt, our hmm. boy, our boy got paid. He's with the team for the next five years. Talking about digs? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was a good signing. It's not no like, digs. I mean, the, the team's <laughs> going to be good for a long time. That was. That's I'm really not worried about Barr because everybody's saying, well, Barr's pretty much gone. But I, honestly, I think Barr is replaceable. We're not going to find someone as good as him. But we'll find somebody that's going to keep that defense in the top three for the foreseeable future. Zimmer, um, Zimmer makes linebackers good. You can give me, give me, give me any guy out of college. Zimmer will, will, will yeah. build him. 
linebackers and DBs. I'm actually I'm trying not to get excited. I'm trying not. I've been burnt by this damn team so many times. Well, I hate the high expectation seasons like this are the ones that always fall apart. I don't. That's true for any team, I think, not just the Vikings. Anyway. Yeah. So, Super Bowl Blonde, or bust for the next couple of years. Blonde's giving me that look, like. <laughs> oh no! I retreated to the live chat. All right. I did just say that in the last. That's so queer. And. The- <laughs> All right, man. Uh, All right, have a good guys. night. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for coming. Yep, have a good one. Okay. Uh, Buddha. You there, Buddha? Yes, we are. Go for it. All right. Blonde, we sent you the email and we never got a response from you. Is this the Paul's Bone meetup? Yes. I'm really backed up and lazy on my emails. I will respond to you. I'm sorry about that. We've actually been out of town a lot this month, so it's been hard to schedule anything. I only got two videos made, so. Um, yeah, I can make that work. I want to go back to Paul's before I leave. But I might be in Seattle for much, much longer. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so uh, we're also looking at moving possibly back to Bozeman. Oh, really? Back to Bozeman? Cool. Did you live yeah. here before? I forget. Yeah. Did you say? Okay. No, I haven't said before, but I used to live right off uh, 21st, right by the Safeway. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, Safeway is now 19th and, um, and Main, but yes, it oh, yeah. used to be. Well, 21st old... is, is right by that 19th. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I currently buy, um, buy my groceries at that very Safeway. Wow. Yeah, go find Matt so you can kill him. Yeah, you can kill him. <laughs> I mean, my address is out there. It's like, if you want to meet me at the Safeway, that'll be much more difficult than just looking up my address. Man, maybe we should look in Bozeman. Yeah, duh. Do it. Although it's going to fall to the Californians. Your, yeah, your but all these camera's out of focus now. Get it back. Yeah, but if you guys you do that, then you could get one studio. You could actually have a facility. Do the, it would the be cool. Yeah, it'd together. be cool to have a, a studio space together. And then yeah. you could hire me as a producer or something. Maybe. We do need help. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Interesting. Well, maybe I'll look in Bozeman, huh? Matt the, uh, sings its praises all the time. Yeah, it's awesome. And I'm not kidding. It's going to fall to the Californians, though. Give it like it, 10, 15 years. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already scouting my potential retreat, but it's going to be a little while. Any baby talk you want to do? Always. No, you're good. He's, he's talking to his wife, not you. Yes. Oh, I thought he was talking. I thought he was talking to me about if I wanted to talk about baby. I'm trying to wife. see if she wants to to do anything baby talk wise right now, but she's just shaking her head. Oh. All right. Thanks, man. He's reaching the point that we can see him kicking though. Oh, oh that's cool. so exciting! He'll start turning around and stuff now. Oh, he's sitting doing on her bladder. Like crazy. It's gonna but get We really got another harder. appointment tomorrow for her glucose test and that'll be fun it's like an hour-long appointment where i get to sit there well it's an exciting time in your life congratulations that it is all right all right have a good night guys guys. ease for educate yourself is up next californians are gonna ruin everything aren't they hey hi how are you guys Pretty good. How good. are you? Sorry, we were just trashing Californians. Oh, go for it. I mean, okay. they're the worst, right? Those people down there in Southern California are gross. <laughs> yes. I am a Californian, so. I wouldn't know anything about that. No. Um, if you if you have any friends who are planning on moving, tell them how terrible Bozeman, Montana yeah, is. Yeah, I know. worst. Well, may, I might be part of the California wave here pretty soon. Hmm. As in the, the people leaving? 
Yeah, like taking over better parts of the country. Well, yeah, but you are yeah. you're you're not you're not native to that place. So true, true. It's just it's returning. I think. I, right. Yeah. Right. And it's, I'm not uh, sure that I care as long as people are conservative. I just don't want a bunch of fucking liberal Californians <laughs> coming with their stupid policies and fucking up the good parts of the country. They already fucked up the West Coast, which is you know arguably the most beautiful and scenic places in the country. Right. Yeah. Well, look at Austin in Texas, and you'll have you know that's a the one sort of liberal haven in Texas and nobody wants to go there. No. Did you hear they're trying to change the name yeah. of Austin? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize what's, uh, was it Sam Austin or who's the namesake? Yeah, he I was can't a, remember his He was a slave name, owner, yeah. of course. Yeah. So dumb. Um, but <sighs> I wanted to com- comment on, on your video, Matt, your most recent one. Oh, uh, cool. Shout out Rush Limbaugh. Reminds me of my childhood. But yeah, yeah I had this same conversation and the same thoughts that you had on it earlier my one did you actually hear that segment is that what you're saying you heard it oh earlier this year my one blue check interaction on twitter with Mm. josh groban was on this topic Mm. um he tweeted out basically he's like i'm i'm incensed that um that news is becoming so like you can watch Fox and CNN and get two completely different stories and it's supposed to be reporting. And he's like, I think this should be illegal. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, how exactly does illegal making it illegal and regulating it decrease the likelihood of propaganda? Yeah. And so he's, what do you like, say? he's like, TV is already regulated. Uh, maybe the same not, fines. Not that should- <laughs> heavily. Not, not fact checking. Uh, and so he's like, groping. yeah, he's like, people should be getting fined for lies. And I right. said the same thing Rush said, like, who defines what's a lie if clearly two people think they're telling the truth? Dude, it's like so you can't biased. take, le- leftists can't take the logic one step further. It, it, yeah. Idiots. Like, the, the obviously idea, we're going to have a problem with who defines what is and the, isn't. And the, and the idea that it's like, clearly this benevolent lie enforcement agency would only go after the lies that i don't like right. it would never come It'll after the media figures of course yeah, right. it won't create a magnet for power grabbing or anything like could that. you imagine let's say we had what she called it a truth in advertising act truth in truth or a truth in journalism act or whatever she called it truth and reporting act Imagine there's a truth and reporting agency. Because, oh my God. Because imagine not only before, like, you know, decades ago when it was just cable news and print. Now with the internet, could you, like their job is to correct everything on the yeah. internet. Good luck. Good. Struck, I, Struck will be the director of that agency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Well, anyway, I still have tickets to Josh Groban, so whatever. But cool. Have a good night, you guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's my job to correct all the lies on the internet, at least the ones in the U.S. I work for the Truth and Reporting Agency. Josh oh Groban, that God. came out of nowhere. I didn't know he was an idiot leftist. I don't even know who he is. I mean, I've heard the name, He's but that what's... guy with the voice of an angel, but a pretty ugly face. You Raise Me um, Up, things that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. I mean, he's not super relevant anymore, but huh. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> let's uh let's talk to Constantine. Hey Constantine. Oh, he's muted. Clockwork is up next. Clockwork, you're good to go if you're ready. Or co- whoever goes first between oh. Clockwork and Constantine. 
Hey, my bad. I was I was taking a piss. <laughs> ah, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm I've had a beer, and I'm super lightweight. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna hit you guys with some really deep political commentary, and okay. that is uh, fuck people with hyphenated last names. <laughs> um, well, it's it's pretty is, much always women, right? Because they is, take uh, they keep their maiden name. If, if it's yeah, any men or, that are taking or, on their women's names, that's or bitch bitch moms who hyphenate their child's name. Yeah. Um, do they do that to their sons? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes son, sometimes daughters, but uh, it's just highly inappropriate, and um, it it makes you an asshole. Like <laughs> I would, I still would have no respect for her because she's a filthy commie. But um, Alexandria Cortez, if she just went by Alexandria Cortez, I'd say all right, first name, last name, nice and easy. But she sits there and she's like, all right, I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna make you say my whole hyphenated ass last name and it's just going to be a pain in the butt that's it yeah i mean for me the problem is that it shows that either you or somebody in your bloodline is unable to submit to their husband and that's the real (laughs) problem here it's like who wants i don't know i have a problem with women not taking their husband's last names too it's like what's supposed to be marriage is supposed to be the creation of a new family yeah i mean i I guess by the man so take his fucking last name you stupid feminist yeah, I mean, they could look at it as they, I, I'm sure a lot of people would take issue with that submission characterization, Aww. but look at it however you want. But like, listen, we got to have one name if we're going to have one family. You're going to create think a new family. If I were a man and a woman was like, listen, I'm not going to take your last name, I think I'd be like, yeah, this isn't going to work out yeah, for me. Yeah, it was a good run. It was a good run. <laughs> it's, it's a, I, I don't think Alexandria. Cortez is married though, right? Like, I doubt no, it. I think it's her single? mom probably. Oh, it's it's okay. Probably, that's probably how. Her mom. So then she comes that's from the bloodline of a dirty feminist. Yeah, that's, that's you how would think you know so because her, I bet it is because her campaign stuff is always Ocasio. It's like with exclamation points. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's her mom's last name. Then that's probably or, why she uses like, it at, too. At least she should pick one, right? Like if yeah. she came out and said, like, all right, just call me Ocasio or or just call me Cortez. Cortez. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I really there do ought to be a law. Animal. We need to regulate this. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. A I ministry agree. of last names. Yeah. This. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for calling. That's Have a good night. Have a good night. Constantine, okay, so I uh, technical difficulties, but I just want to do want to extrapolate on previous college calls. You know, with the Casio Cortez, it's actually common amongst uh, Spanish naming traditions. I mean, going back to the old country. I'm you know, seeing actually. that in the live chat now. Yeah. Well, they're wrong. Uh, no, they're right. Hispanic <laughs> last names are both the father and the mother's. Ocasio is her father's last name. Cortez. No, the Hispanics mother. are wrong. That's what I mean. They're doing oh, it wrong. Right. It, it, it technically, they, they almost always go by, by their you know father's name. The mother's name is just like when they're addressing them formally. But another comment on names, if you don't have at least six names and three of them are not of saints, you are doing it wrong. <laughs> but uh, again, uh, do, do what I actually want to talk about. I, you know, sometimes I, I do like, I have a lot of Twitter accounts just for, uh, you know, my backups and op research, but I also have the one I created back in 2013 when I was a normie. And I just go on there sometimes. I want to rip my eyes out. Why is that? Because of who you're following or what you're looking at or what? Uh, no, just, just how, just how dead and devoid it is. And like, you know, it's like, I don't know how I lived before, you know, I started paying attention to the world. Yeah. I don't know. Probably in sweet, sweet oblivion. Those were the it, days, it, it, right? 
it's, it's tempting because, you know, the first thing you want to do in there is you want to find the furthest right stuff you can and just start tweeting it out. It's like, wake up. But then, you know, you, you can't. But granted, I haven't yet made a tweet on that account in, you know, like two years. But yeah, I, again, it's actually it's it's interesting to look into the minds of people who don't really pay attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, remember what it was like before we all knew what interdimensional shape-shifting child molesters were? Yeah. Those yeah. were the days when we were Life so was innocent. awesome. I had no worries except for all of my worries. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. It's probably been two minutes. You jumped the gun. I'm the one with the stopwatch. Okay. He's fine. at a minute I will 45. Not take any responsibility. He, I like you, how I relinquished my only show responsibility back he, to you. He's already out of here. Well, you got an iPhone, right? Uh, yeah, but I, I don't do want to do what I'm this. doing. Just do the, the stopwatch. Fine. He could have had five more seconds. I know he already bailed. You All kicked right. him out. This is my job. I'll do it. <sighs> All right. Um, are we good for? Are we good on super chats for now? We need a break. Let's see. No, we actually need to take a break. Um, okay. Mr. President says, "What's your thought on Rick and Morty creators D. Harmon and J. Roland? Roland Harmon has jokes more questionable than Gunn. Made a video where he raped a baby doll. Roland drew a naked Baron Trump and tweeted it. I mean." I had imagined that I would say basically the same thing as I did with Gunn, um, which is that I wish we, even even in cases of you know saying things about pedophilia, we have to be careful to label somebody a pedophile. Like I need some evidence that's an actual pedophilic. I have not looked at either of these cases in detail. I've heard Sticks talking about is it Harmon, the guy who did the the mm-hmm. acting. I mean, I don't know what the video was. If it was. Acting, I mean, I grant the sticks was talking about how obviously that's distinct from a real life act. Yeah. Then again, I mean, I need to know the context in which you're. I also haven't acting. seen this video. I've just heard about this, so I don't. Even was know it if I baby can... rape? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was I mean, supposed then, to be like a skit. All right. I mean, okay. I'll I'll grant that without seeing it. I, I I'd have to see it to to make a call. Um. The other one, the drawing of Baron Trump, was it a naked Baron Trump? I've not seen this either. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was um, bad. I, okay, so this is the same. This, If that's what it is, this is the same realm of like virtual child porn to me, which is like, all right, listen, a real child was not harmed. I will grant that distinction. But if you're doing this or consuming it, I definitely don't want to hang out. Yeah, I mean, that and it's important to point out the hypocrisy that like people on the left are... They're like, this is free speech, but racism is somehow considerably worse. It's like, how can you possibly even put racism and pedophilia in the same realm of things? Pedophilia mm. is 10,000 times worse than than any racist thought or action, you know, not action, but, you know. What about racist, racist child porn? That's like oh, the worst God. thing that could ever be made. Um, let's keep <laughs> doing these. Uh, Gouda says Tommy Robinson is free. Yeah, somebody call in. We can talk about that. Um, message deleted. Thank you. Yama Fago can't call in tonight since I'm on vacation, but here's some money. See you guys on Sunday. Thank well, thanks you. Thanks for supporting the show. Mr. I am a faggot. Uh, David Lowe. <laughs> I know she's taken, so I say this platonically, but blonde has such beautiful eyes. Thank you so much. They Aww. are green, the color of money and marijuana, and only 3% of the world population has green eyes. Yeah, they are really, green eyes are really rare. They are indeed. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ryan Dixon, hello from Detroit. Love the show. Matt, did you get my email about the Coach Kennedy case? Could be a good video. Uh, I don't recall if you just sent it to me today. Maybe I haven't seen it. Um, so I will have to check my email. Thank you for uh, supporting the show. Thank you for that. Curtis Miller have to bring up Barbara for you to seize a legal immigrant on a school visa who was going home to wait to see if she can come back. Yes. She has to go back to 
Slovenia? Slovakia? Oh, I didn't know that. Ooh, I'm sorry if I messed that Wasn't up. she trying to become an actress in like LA or something? That yeah, was she her, was on that a was school visa. She had a visa issue. And instead of waiting in the United, she was getting mixed um, advice from, from attorneys. Some were saying like, you can stay here legally. And some were like, no. And so she went back to her native country to wait to see if her immigration status is approved. Um, hmm. Doing it the right way. Uh, integrity is a rare thing nowadays. Yeah, I really like her. I've done some hangouts with her and she's just super sweet. So I hope you can get that squared away. Yeah. Uh, last one for right now is John McGee. Oh, it's Slovenia. I was right about that. Um, uh, NPR article this week on the DSA party. Part of their platform is to abolish the Senate because it's not representative enough. Maybe someone could tell them that about the other House of Congress. Dolts. Uh, let me see if that's the last one. Really uh, but that, that's also the point. So that not representative enough. That is the, like if we just had um, one House of Congress, right? It was just the House and its population representation, like seats are allocated by population. California dominates everybody. Yeah. The whole reason we've tried to equalize power among states so is so that California can't control states like mine. By the way, you want to avoid civil war? That's the best way. As soon as California, as soon as laws are written by Californians that apply to, to my neighbors and I here, uh, then you're going to have serious political conflict. Um, last one is from Eric Ray. I want to hyphenate my name. Should I go with X, Death, or Sting? Eric's X-Ray, Death Ray, or Sting Ray. I like Death Ray. Eric, Death Ray. I like it. Yeah, uh, we can go with that. That's fine. That's the last one. If you want to okay. hyphenate to, to Death Ray, I think that I could. <laughs> sure. But only if you're Hispanic. Yeah, it's it's otherwise it's cultural appropriation. Oh. Let's talk to Patriot. Patriot, you're good to go Hi. for any. Hello. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty Hello. good. How are you? Well, I'm doing well. Got uh, the place to myself. My family's out of town, so thanks. Join that. So you know this. All this talk about uh, California's move, moving in reminds me of uh, 25 years because they talked about building a wall on the border of Washington to keep the Californians out. <laughs> I don't work. know if there's much of an influx to Washington anymore because it's pretty expensive to live here. Yeah. But I believe it. Maybe that's what we need if, to do. I, I honestly now. don't know if it's, a, if it's more than before or if I'm just hyper aware of it. I swear every other plate I see, though, is a California plate. Probably more than before. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It must be. Yeah. Hmm. So... Is it blonde for you? So is the Boise market that that hot or what, what's going on? Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty hot. I mean, the last case was um, something wrong with the house. So the first time we got outbid with a cash offer, the second time, uh, the second inspection that we got showed that there were like major, major, major underlying problems with the house. So it looks like that is going to fall through, but yeah, it's, it's super, it's super competitive pretty much everywhere in Idaho. Um, even like Wallace is a, is a competitive market. It's crazy. Wallace. Yeah. That's like a tiny town on I-90, isn't it? It's yeah, one of those it's towns I drive town. through. If I was pretty competitive. It's people yeah. want to live in Idaho. People want to live in like re have this small town idyllic life. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think the real estate market's going to crap out soon. So maybe I'll swoop in and pick something up then, but I don't really want to wait it out in Seattle. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the market in Seattle is slowing down itself. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah. It may affect everybody else. So oh, just I'm supposed question. to be taking time. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Patriot. <laughs> you have one job. I just, just have one question. I have just a little small yeah. talk there, but, uh, and this is kind of a, a, a little hard question. So, what is your, I mean, we were talking about earlier about uh, 
Jordan Peter and his support of uh, legalization of marijuana. So what are you guys to stand on that? Um, I mean, I advocate the legalization of marijuana because it is a less harmful drug than alcohol and tobacco. It causes far fewer fatalities, uh, limits side effects. But I do think that the med the medical marijuana field is just a Trojan horse for legalization of the psychoactive ingredients. I mean, we should stop acting like it has all of these medicinal properties and it's some sort of panacea. I don't really think that that's true. Um, Skag? I don't have a problem with... Um with legal for recreational use, like in your degenerate state. We're, uh, we're one of those, um, we're one of those, uh, medical or medicinal states here. But to your point, everybody I know has one of these stupid, one of these stupid, uh, green cards or whatever they're called. And they, I'm not saying that it has no medicinal value, but I'm telling you, my friends don't need it for medicinal purposes, but they have, <laughs> they have the cards. <laughs> Anyway, we got to give you the boot because I had okay. one job and then I failed. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll if, talk you, to you if you have a, if you have a quick thought on the weed before you take off, go yep. for it. Well, I, I, all I can say is that uh, you know when I we make changes like that to like um, society, I think that uh, you got to look at the if there's going to be more positive than negatives, and I think you know, with marijuana there's more negatives. So hmm. that's my two cents. I, I really don't know. Like drugs in general are tough because on the one side, like I don't think the war on drugs has been effective. I don't think that. Right going after drugs aggressively and policing them aggressively has necessarily been uh, effective on the other side of it, enabling the degeneracy to the degree that Seattle, San Francisco, other places are where they're handing out needles and all this, that obviously doesn't work. I guess the solution to me is like, I'm pretty hands off about this stuff. I would like a culture that discourages ruining your life with substances. But yeah. if you choose to do that and you're not harming anybody else, your mm. life, I guess. Yeah. Um, and there needs to be a hierarchy mm. of substances. Like I'm not going to class marijuana with heroin. Like I'm just not, these are not comparable. Even if, you know, e even alcohol, I think that marijuana is considerably less destructive in people's lives. Mm. Um, okay. <laughs> Thanks. All right. <laughs> Have a good night. Man. You guys later. Bye. Bye. This, this time I will, I will not screw this up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I sort of knew I was like, I, cause I never saw you look down or like set a clock. I was like, this bitch didn't even, <laughs> She didn't even do it. <laughs> I'm like, I got this. It's fine. Yeah. Zergle hops, you're set if you're ready. Hello. How's it going? Hey, good. We're well. Good. Um, just sitting here enjoying a glass of beer and a glass of wine with my father. Uh, cool. Yeah. We're, uh, we were talking a little bit about how someone earlier on, uh, on the show was talking about their plans to leave uh, California, and I am all on board with that. Are you uh, in California? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm by uh, San Francisco, just like 40 miles south. Mm. How are things? So are things is it there? as bad? I have not been back to San Francisco since I moved out in 2012. And things at the time were not, I've not seen, I never saw things quite as bad as I'm seeing reported now. Is it really that bad? <laughs> um, I haven't been back in a while, um, but I have some friends who live there and they say like, depending on the streets you go on, like, you know, you can find streets obviously that are pristine, super clean, uh high uh touristy areas but then there are other areas that are just shit infested needle infested all that good stuff yeah, um, that I, I live i live in los gatos so you know it's really nice over here i've been there I, I ate at a at a restaurant there i think we talked about it before but i thought that yeah. town was really funny because it's just the cats yeah. <laughs> yeah um so i wanted to talk about uh something that happened on facebook uh one of okay. my friends from high school started a World War III comment 
fiasco. Uh, <laughs> he, he ended up linking um, the Fox News report on the new Thabies, uh scandal. Mm. <laughs> the 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 comments that were flowing from that that particular video were quite hilarious. Uh, you know, people going back and forth with ad hominems about uh, you guys are straight white males. You guys can't talk about you know transgender babies or you know blah blah blah. Um, Transgendered baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know one thing that blows my mind is like why why the distinguishment between babies and babies? Like babies is already gender neutral it's already gender yeah neutral. yeah yeah there's, there's you know, the only reason you're adding babies is because you want to be like hey have you met my baby and people are like what isn't, the fuck is a baby <laughs> isn't uh, isn't there just a huge irony i mean we're, what we're observing on sunday but in their obsessive quest not to impose gender upon their children really they impose gender upon their children uh it's, yeah it's... and we have to wrap this up because we've already gone over but mm. um on Sunday, we talked about this. What the parents said, which, by the way, it was like this lesbian mom and this super twinky dad. It's like, how did this couple happen? They have an agreement, I'm sure. But they were talking about how they want their children to go out into the world and experience gender that way. And that was such an insane concept for us because if you applied that to anything else, like sex or drugs, you are going to have the most screwed up kid. It's like the entire purpose of parenting is to avoid that, to brace your children for things that they're later going to discover in the, the harsh, cruel world to like get sure. them ready for those things. It's like, what is wrong with these people? They're such idiots. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. We just, well, thank you. Oh, just one last final thought. Yeah, go for it. Go for what it. you had just you know stated, you know, one, one of the guys in there was saying that it's not, you know, being a parent isn't about molding your child. It's about accepting who they are. And I was like, really? Like, no, no, no. Being a parent is about molding your child. In fact, that's the entire process. Of yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think acceptance becomes more of a requirement when they are an adult. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. when, but, but especially early on, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to like force my kid to like certain things. Like, you know, if he doesn't like baseball or he doesn't like whatever, mm. But I will try to mold him into a, a person of upstanding character, of high morality, of certain things that aren't simply matters of taste, but are like objective measures of a quality person. Those are the things that you want to mold in your child. Absolutely. Hmm. Anyway, well, thank well thanks for the thoughts, man. Thank you. Of course. Bye. Have a good night. Steven's up next. You got that phone working? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I can do all the stuff. Okay. Steven, you're good to go if you're ready. Yeah, sure. All right. Hey, yeah. Can I correct y'all on something about y'all said about Austin? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I just want to do that real quick. Uh, it's not Sam Austin. It's Stephen F. Austin. He's the... You are fake the, news. The, Very fake The father of Texas. To be fair, though, I said it with, like, lack of certainty. I was guessing the name. <laughs> Okay, well, I wanted to fill you in on that. First Fair of enough. All. I pre appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I am not a connoisseur of, of uh, Texas history, of course. Well, you might have been thinking of Sam Houston. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds right. You know, anyway, uh, do y'all want a Nexium update? Yeah, is that's the cult thing, right? The sex cult. Uh huh. Okay. Do you all do you want a sex cult update? The answer to that is always going to be yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. There's been additional charges to the two main defendants, and there's also been four extra indictments of four other women, including the top woman 
that's been financing this whole operation. Yeah, I saw her picture the other day. She was kind of a madam, wasn't she? I guess so. But um, their status, they have another status conference scheduled next month, but the trial was supposed to start in October. It's now been, because of all this additional information and everything, it's been pushed back to January. Oh, really? So we're not going to find anything until January? Fine. Hmm. Uh, well, we've been finding, there's been a lot of stuff that we've been finding out about, like, uh, the, this one woman being this one woman being smuggled from Mexico and then forced to stay in a room for two years just because she didn't want she didn't want to have sex with a cult leader. Yeah. God. Forced to stay in a room? You mean like imprisoned or what? What? Yeah. Like never yeah, left was, kind of thing. <clears throat> uh, I think she was fed underneath the door. Good I'm grief. Like, so yeah, prison. Well, we're at time, but I did see that there was like a mother that wrote a book on trying to exile her daughter from the cult hmm. from this one specifically yeah, yeah. okay um, anyway any final thoughts Stephen? there's another power there's another top power player that i don't know how hard it is to indict somebody they say it's all it's almost as hard to indict him as it would be hillary clinton hmm. huh. probably true because well he's the son of a former mexican president and so he was just sorry go ahead He's the he's the leader of the Nexium sectors in Mexico, but he also a lot of high high power like where you, the rich Mexicans have had properties in New York. But after the cult leader got arrested, they've been selling their homes and they fled back to Mexico. But oh, huh. but still, he's in a lot of the information, and it's going to be they say it's going to be hard to indict him because he's a dual citizen and he's the son of a former Mexican president. Yeah, dual citizenship shouldn't exist but that's a conversation for another day thanks for calling steven <laughs> thanks, you guys have a good night bye thanks. i mean why is it even a thing like choose your allegiance I was, I was sitting on a joke about not charging that cult leader like hillary clinton just james <laughs> comey walks out and says he was just extremely careless in his sex cult that's all <laughs> no reasonable prosecutor that's a good joke a plus joke d minus for timing i know but i gotta be deferential to our callers uh, admin Voss, I'm just going to pull you in now and you can chime in when you want. So just hang out if you don't want to chime in now. Project Nerd's up next. Project Nerd, you're good to go if you're ready. Sorry, I have an order of business. I'm not trying to figure out how to use my timer. This is unrelated. What? You just start, stop, and reset. No, I'm, I'm seriously not. Somebody in the live chat was like, uh, oh. she can't figure out. I just have to send something really quick. Oh. That is time sensitive. Project Nerd, you're good to go if you're ready. Yep. Um, actually, this is more towards uh, Matt over here because uh, we all know you support the patriarchy now, Blonde. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, I support the patriarchy too. I'm a proud member. <laughs> My birthday is World Patriarchy Day. Did you know <laughs> well, that? Well, here's the thing you've been missing the double secret patriarchy meetings. Oh. No, I go to the triple secret ones. You, are, you haven't advanced yet. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, it's just a quick game of Mary Fuck Kill. Okay. Oh man. All right. Anita Sarkeesian. No. Brianna Wu. No. And Hillary Clinton. No. Oh. I mean, I have to hate bang Anita. Right, yeah. Let's just get that out of the way. Um <laughs> you have to kill Hillary, and so I guess I guess you'd have to marry Brianna Wu. Uh, maybe I could manage that. I mean I mm, mm. 
Yeah, I get that's the option I'd go with. You can't ma- you can't marry Hillary and you can't bang Hillary. You you have to kill Hillary. Yeah. Well, in her in her defense, it's already a sexless marriage. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not even that that I'm. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be. Of course, that would be wouldn't be a change in the status quo for her. But if I married her, that would be the farthest thing from my mind anyway. That that relationship is not getting consummated. Maybe you could marry Hillary because. You could like use the power to get something done politically. I don't know. We'll find out what truly happens at the Clinton Foundation. But I don't hate Brianna Wu enough to kill her. <laughs> she's really cringy. Well, but yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, uh, you could probably put a bag over her head. So. But she's a tranny. Is that ever confirmed? Yeah. Like for sure. I, I still don't know if that's real or not. Wait, I'm pretty sure Brianna was a tranny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Mary she's Hillary for the hitmen. I got a text that says Let me know that. in the live chat if she's actually a tranny because you guys made me doubt myself. What do you think of that angle? Mary Hillary for the hitmen? <laughs> it's got yeah. a point. And you could use Hillary's hitmen to kill Anita and Brianna Wu. <laughs> yeah, after the fact. All right. Uh, do, do you have any final thoughts on this before we let you uh, Well, actually, uh, find out if uh, if you marry uh, Hillary, uh, Hillary can find out if... Um, Bill has AIDS or not. <laughs> Does that explain uh, the weight loss? Is that how he did it? The AIDS diet? I don't know, yeah. but he started to look like Freddie Mercury at the end. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm dogging on Freddie Mercury on this show. Jeez. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Bye. Admin Voss, you're good to go if you're ready. Good shit. Have you guys talked about any gamer stuff lately? Gamers? No, not much. Is there is there news in gaming world? Yes, apparently we're hiring tutors for Fortnite players. I heard oh, about yeah, this I did on see Armstrong this and Getty. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, apparently there's not necessarily been an update to the whole debacle, but people coming out in defense of it saying, "Oh, you guys are act you're you're clutching your pearls." That's a quote from Mashable. You're clutching your pearls. Gaming is not is not a pariah anymore as if that's the reason we object to tutors yeah nobody's offended they just think it's dumb like, like why it's would not you encourage clutching. your child to waste a bunch of time in that way it's like w- watch more tv or like, waste waste more of your life it's it's totally idiotic i think what's happening is these parents want their kids to win money in gaming competitions yeah but even the competition in the the money in gaming is real and competitive gaming is gigantic but the competition is so fierce i guess maybe that's a, a point in their corner is like yeah if these kids want to be competitive they need to have coaching or training what I suppose, a goddamn but... waste of time hmm. i was under the assumption that that was also the case but in the original article it seems to be that their friends aren't letting them play with them or the hmm. the quote is something along the lines of they feel pressure not only to play it but to win so their friends I mean, friends probably don't want to play with them because the kids are little douchebags not because they suck at these games i don't know what kind of <laughs> shitlord friends they have that they kick <laughs> them out for not beating people in this hundred yeah well i assume so the tutors are for competitive purposes right that's that's what they're training to yeah. do is to, is to play the game competitively is that accurate? Uh, not for money. That's not what I, oh, the article you... implied. Literally just, uh, my kid sucks at this game. Can you help me? Here's 20 bucks an hour. What? So it's just for like casual recreational purposes? 
that's what it sounds like oh uh, my god that's it's a it's a waste of time honestly i guess i'm um, a pearl yeah. clutcher on that one then that is such bad parenting anyway yes. uh we gotta give you the boot yeah your spend thoughts. your spend your money the way you want but i get the right to say that's dumb uh no i think that's it i All pretty right. much in agreement with you guys have a good night though thanks thanks no, you're supposed to be a hover parent and make them play an instrument that they hate like my mom did. <laughs> what instrument did you play? I played the piano, but, oh. but then I played the cello for pleasure. But oh, well, that's right. That's hated right. the yeah. piano. Always hated it. Mm. You still have a cello? Sure do. Those are expensive. And I practice like once every few months. Yeah. Let's try Wilfred. Hey, Wilf Wilfred. Sorry to mispronounce. Hi, I just need to mute the, you know, the video. Yeah, go for it. Okay, done that. Uh, hi, first of all, thanks for letting me on and uh, just become a patron. And well, thanks secondly, for supporting the show. Congra congratulations, Blonde, on getting married. Thank you. Uh, I'm a bit nervous because it's the first time on and because it's a pretty controversial topic. That's mm. kind of how I do things. All right, go for uh, it. Go for it. Put us right. on the spot. I'm, I'm going to very briefly read a list. It's very quick, and then I follow it with a question. So the, the issue I'm talking about is the left-wing media bias and the amount of SJW propaganda that's in the media. Mm -hmm. And here are the companies. There's HBO, AMC, CNN, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, ABC, Disney, MTV, Comedy Central, CRTV, Paramount Pictures, MGM, Uni United Artists, Universal Pictures, Marvel Comics, the three biggest websites in the world, Google, Facebook, and YouTube. They're all... They're all, all of those companies are ultimately run by left-wing Jews. I'm going to say, are wait, you... Wait, 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 wait. CRTV was in that? Yep. CRT Who, who's running yep. CRTV? If you want me to Google it, I will. But I've done it before. Okay. You're telling <laughs> me... Wait, you're telling me CRTV is run by a left-winger. He said left-wing Jews. I know. I'm ignoring no, okay, the latter fine, part of the fine. issue. Oh, sorry. I didn't know if you heard. No, no. That is, that's a fair criticism. I can take that one off the list if you're more comfortable with it. Well, it, it is one outlier. Okay. but, but, but all It's surprising ones. because it's all right-wing folk. You're, you're, going, you're going aggressive. All right. So make your aggressive yeah. point here. All those other, And the question is just, are you, uh, are you aware that one small group controls so much of the media and are you comfortable with it? Oh, my God. Don't make us do this. <laughs> you do this. Hold if you on. want to, though, if you don't want to, that's fine. I have an out as well. I was just going to say, I was going to encourage people to look into the alt rights arguments, even if you intend to disprove them, because it's more difficult than you think. And I would say, start with racial differences and in intelligence and crime rates. <laughs> Ooh, lad. Um, uh, you want to take this gag? Listen, I don't know who's running these companies. I'll take your word for it that they happen to be Jewish in uh, in their ethnicity and or their religion. I don't know. I don't know why that's the case. I don't know if that's a problem. I hate to... You want me to be completely honest about this? Yeah, sure. The, the, complete, honest, the complete honesty is I don't know a lot about this. I'm not touching it with a 10-foot pole because people will try to ruin me over it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the that's that the honest you're, truth. You're there are public. like a handful of subjects that like, if you talk about it, people will come after you and destroy your life and the lives of your family members. Yeah. And like, in that case, that's where we are with the JQ. I will just, I'll finish up with this. This is something I heard from Sticks, and it's a quote. It's a very wise quote by Voltaire. And it was, if you want to find out who's in control, pay attention to who you can't criticize. Yep. Well, you really think that's straight white males. We've uh, we've had that we've had that said on the show before, 
Um, all I can tell you, if you're a, if you're a big skeptic of the of the Jewish controlled media, you're looking at who controls this channel right here. This is this is our outlet. There's no there's no so big there's influence like, on our I'm channel. I'm not saying that like every single part of the company. The way I look at it is like yeah. this, and I'm aware of the time, so I'll be very quick. It's imagine it like a nightclub, and you've got a bouncer on the door. And they sort of, they choose who gets to go in and who doesn't. The pretty girls let them in. These guys, they're rich, they're going to throw a lot of money around, let them in. Don't let these guys in. Imagine the night, the nightclub is the media company and who gets in is ideas. And the bouncer is the person who controls the company. That's why there's so much SJW propaganda. Like, I don't know about you, but when you're watching a Hollywood film or, or a TV show, I'd, I'll be enjoying it, and then suddenly it'll be the, oh, uh, you know, they have the abortion angle, and that's just a propaganda for pro-abortion. Or is oh, looking look, at me like I d like desperately needing me to make like, out. You're managing all this the clock. Kind of, I am managing the clock. clock. All right, all right, we got to give you the boot, Mr. JK. I understand that. Thanks for having me on. Thank Bye. you, man. Appreciate it. Every time this every time this comes up, here's me in no, my head. No, God, please, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I know that was as uncomfortable as watching Anna Kasparian talk about. Uh, wait, is that her name? The young Turk bitch. Yeah. Talk about the Armenian genocide. Listen, and and to pe this is the thing. I'm gonna get a handful of people in my in my inbox emailing me going, "You're an anti-Semite. I won't listen to you anymore." And then I'm gonna get people being like, "I can't believe you cook out and you won't talk about it." Do I like the principle of certain things being not discussable? Absolutely not. But I, as a practical matter, I have to weigh what is productive for me to talk about and maintain right. a platform I mean, of if, influence, which I want. If we're I know shut that's down, not satisfying, then we can't discuss anything so I, I i have to just say i don't know enough about this topic to offer you an opinion and frankly given the threats that exist to me were i to opine i, I those are threats that i'm not willing to take on because i think that they're they're unacceptable risk with little reward i know that's an unsatisfying answer to some people i know some people want me to shout down that type of question i know some people want me to explore that question i just can't because i want there are things i want to that there are values I want to influence or certain values I, I hope to influence people upholding. And that's what I do with my channel. <clears throat> and if I were to throw away what I've built for a question like that, it's a real risk. I don't like it, but that's just the reality. Yeah, in, an, in, the, in an ideal world, we'd, we'd be able to discuss anything without it ruining our lives. But this happens to be basically the only thing that if you have an honest discussion about it, like people, people will destroy you. They will find a way to absolutely ruin the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, that's even, just the way it is. Even for just allowing some people to pose questions like that, I'm going to get flack from, I guarantee that you. That is so I'll crazy because yeah. when this comes up on the channel, I never get any emails about it. They go to me. Yeah, <laughs> they, they go to you. Yeah, right? yeah. They go to you. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right, let's take the next caller. Uh, yes. Anyway, and I don't want... Um, Live chat's hilarious right now. I'm sure, I'm sure. And I don't want Wilfred... That's not a shot at Wilfred. This is... I'm not, and I appreciate Wilfred supporting the show. I just don't know. So I'm not trying to throw him under the bus either. I'm just trying to maintain what I have, people. Uh, I like what I have. I've been enjoying this way too much. This I hilarious. like what I have, and I'm trying not to, to throw it all away. Basically. We don't want to get the boot. That would be really, really shitty, wouldn't it? Crow, you're good to go if you're ready. Hi. I, uh... I haven't called in a couple episodes, so Blonde, congratulations on the Thank you. Marriage. Thank you so and, much. I uh, tricked somebody into marrying me. 
And Matt, uh, congratulations mm. on your love connection. I hope he makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> well done. You get a rim shot as All soon right. as I can find it. Um, I'm, I'm in Minneapolis, and I wanted to talk about that Thurman Blevins shooting. Yeah, please do. I've heard very little about it. Um, but it Who looks like the cops are exonerated, basically. Oh, is this the, the chick that was standing outside after she reported no. noise? In the, oh. No, this is, uh, he was, uh, a, there was a report of shootings in some neighborhood and the police showed up and a guy was sitting on a curb and, uh, the police rolled up on him and he jumped up and ran. And, and he, he had, had a gun, right? Yeah, he had a gun and I he was, yeah, he was yelling, don't shoot, don't shoot as he was like pulling his gun. Oh yeah, and, man. What, what did you and, expect was going to yeah, happen? And they ended up shooting him. So. Obviously, there were protests, you know, because that's that's what they do. And uh, but there was a the the Hennepin County, which is Minneapolis, Hennepin County. The attorney, uh, Mike Freeman, he was going to give a uh, a press conference on his decision about whether or not to charge the police officers. Um, you know, after a video came out that basically showed that the that Blevins had a gun on him and he mm -hmm. was reaching for it. Um, but he wasn't even able to say like one sentence before protesters started shouting and and drowning, <sighs> drowning him out. So he actually just left. And one of the cousins walked up to the microphone and said, hey, you know, hey, we want the officers arrested uh, in the next 48 hours or there will be further consequences. <sighs> I got to yeah. check this story out. That's insane because what I haven't looked at it in detail, but I had heard, correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> is it true that what, what's the name of the guy who shot Thurman something? Thurman Blevins. Was it true that Thurman was firing his gun, his pistol into the air? Just Correct. at random prior to yeah. the police. So not he only was he firing his gun at random in within city limits, then the cops show up. He So he's running away from them armed, turns around, has a gun on him, turning towards officers. And that is the point at which he's shot, right? Correct. He, he was yeah. illegally. He had, he had the gun illegally. He did not have it legally. He <laughs> right. was shoot. He was drunk and he was shooting it. Like an like a madman. Yeah. People people called the police. The police showed up and said, "Hey, what's going on?" As soon as they pulled up, he took off running, pulled pulled his gun out, and according to the police union, he actually fired off a shot. I'm not sure if that's legitimate or not. As, as soon as you the are most legitimate police shooting I've ever heard. About. Yeah, this could not be more cut and dry. I'm, I cannot believe anybody. And the would headlines protest were this. like, "Black man um, gets shot in back." by armed police officers. I think they originally reported unarmed too, if I if I was of, of course, correct. Yeah, of, of, of course that's correct. what they do. But that yeah. but that but to allow the the family members to get on the microphone at the at the press conference and go, uh, she said, you better think long and hard in regards to prosecuting these officers because yeah, if that, you that, don't if you don't, and then dot dot dot, I'll let you figure uh, uh, finish that sentence. So she's basically oh, saying, we're, we're gonna burn we're gonna burn people. this motherfucker that's down. That's terrorism. What that's, she's doing yeah. right there is terrorism. Yeah. yeah, I mean, th and, this is that that is insane. I need to watch this. I need to check yeah, this out. Yeah, you should check it out. We should it's talk absolutely about it crazy. Okay. And and uh, and they're just what what pisses me off is that the the uh, the mayor and the police uh, chief of police basically allow this to happen, and they're 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 just giving these people the the voice to cause riots, to cause yeah, people course. to think, hey, police are out to kill black people. You guys need to stand up and, and fight back. It's like, no, yeah, yeah. that's not what's happening. We assholes. have to let you go. But um, when they capitulate, it just opens the door for, you know, exactly. more Black Lives Matter protests. This was clearly a justified shooting, and I don't care about this at all. Well, well thanks. <laughs> appreciate it, man. Uh, that's all good right. info, thanks and I'll, I'll have to check it out. Yep. That sounds really interesting. Bye. Unbelievable, dude. It's like... The media was at that just point, so jazzed about this. You would have to conclude, like if you're one of these protesters, 
I, and you take their position, there would be no such thing as a justified police shooting ever. I mean, what, the police what a terrible should just, name that is, though, Thurman Blevins. I suppose. I mean, he has bigger problems. <laughs> he <than> sure <laughs> does. Okay. Uh, looks like Cliff had to take off. Uh, Regalfraggle's up next. Regalfraggle, you're good to go if you're ready. Uh, yeah, what's going on, guys? Hey. What's okay, on your mind? So- since Blonde's being uh, really good at, on the clock tonight, I'm going to have to be all about the uh, gun of the week. Okay, go it's not it. actually gonna, it's not actually going to be a, a gun specifically. It's the designer. So if you look up the Chiapa Rhino, the guy that designed it is his name is uh, Emilio Gisoni. This guy I think is a poster child for making weird guns. So I'm going to start from the Chiapa and work my way back on what he designed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you look at the Chiapa, you can see that the barrel is low. It's on a low bore axis. That was kind of his fixation. He, he wanted to lower the bore axis on, on revolvers. Okay. So that's his last design. He sold it to Chiapa so they could mass produce it. Uh, the one before that would be the Model 6 Unica, which from last week, if you think of the uh, Webley Fosbury, how it's a semi-automatic pistol, this would be if the Chiapa Rhino and the Webley Fosbury made a baby, that would be this. So it looks like a Chiapa, but it, it uh, cycles back and forth just like the Webley Fosbury. So it's a semi-automatic revolver. All right. Huh. And then we go a little further back and you look at the 2006M. That was uh, another one that's kind of a Chiapa Rhino-esque. It's kind of interesting because the uh, cylinder opens towards the top instead of the bottom like on modern revolvers and it's pretty interesting Hmm. and then you go back one more time and this is the coolest one i think so i wanted to work backwards uh the mtr8 okay all right but this one i got it pulled up but this one's got the barrel up top right no it's still a low bore axis revolver he took the chamber and moved it down in front of the uh, in front of the trigger so that the barrel would be low in relationship to your uh, to your grip. Oh, I see. So okay, it's okay. Still the same principle. Yeah, I was looking at the the barrel in relation to the to the actual to the chamber. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and he uh, let's see. He's his father owned the company uh, called Mateba. And I, I don't know how to pronounce the actual name of it, but it's the abbreviation, basically. And they made uh, food products, uh, food machines, like the parts for the machines that process the food. Mm-hmm. And he was always interested in guns. After his dad died, he took over the company and he started producing guns on the side. And that's what he came out with was uh, a few of these. Hmm. Well, cool. cool. Keep them coming. We'll talk to yeah. you next week, dude. All right. Well, do Thank I still have a little bit of time on the clock? Uh, sure don't. Last word. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> well, no, I'm, it's going to take too long. I was going to talk about the, that gun that I emailed you, but I'll save it for next week. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you, man. All right. Later. Bye. Do we need a break? Are we good? First hour Let's in see. the bag? I think we do. Uh, Evan Thompson says, so Matt, cinnamon rolls and chili. What's the deal? What, I don't what's, know. I, I, that's a reference I don't get. Me neither. Cinnamon rolls and chili. Was that something that was referenced earlier? 
don't think so, man. We're old. We don't know what we're talking about. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't know what that, what that one was about. Uh, Ovid or Ovid says, the meeting to ride in, but too fucking lazy. Have you guys considered going up to three, four minutes and no calling in two weeks in a row? Just putting it out there. It's the That's idea of keeping track of who did and who didn't. I mean, it's hard enough to get a clock going. I, I got to produce the show already. Um, yeah. Keeping a roster of, of that is... Let's put it this way. There's a reason why most of most of your YouTubers with a good audience don't do a call-in show because it's very difficult to manage. <laughs> yeah, and it's only um, a matter of time before people from our past start calling and hounding us. Well, that's why they have to they have to become patrons first to yeah. get priority. That's true. It's no, a minor um, process. I mean honestly, we do the best that we can with this show. It's not. Uh, it'd be easier if the easy the the easiest way to make it more manageable would be to have a producer or an assistant who could manage some of this yeah. stuff. But we're not in position to. And I just can't take it to three hours. People are telling us to take it three hours all the time. I just I just can't. At the end of two hours, I'm just mush. I just can't. Do two it. hours is about the limit. But we yeah. we do appreciate it. Uh, Will Ander, here's some money for a house. Love you. Thank you, Will. We appreciate that. Trez Silverworth, speaking of Matt's recent video, what are your thoughts on military imposters using freedom of speech and the guidelines of the Stolen Valor Act 2013 yeah. to impersonate military veterans? As I recall, the original Stolen Valor Act was struck down as unconstitutional. So if people are unfamiliar, this was a law that basically said it is, it is illegal to impersonate a veteran or claim veteran status or claim military awards that you don't hold. You Not only is that morally despicable of course but it would be legally it would be illegal you'd be prosecuted for doing something like that the original iteration of the law was struck down as unconstitutional if it was 2013 that must be a new version of the law that i'm unfamiliar with maybe they changed it um just as a matter of principle do i believe you have a right to lie on a resume yes i do uh i don't and and it's the employer's job to to, to vet it, to vet it. Um, and, Unfortunately, and I know veteran status and military veterans hold high regard in society, appropriately so. I don't have a problem with that, but I just don't think you can start policing which lies are okay on a resume to say, well, veteran status is illegal, but if you lie and say that you were a police officer before, that's fine. Or anything yeah, else. True. It's very, it's, this whole company I used to work for, they several times found out after somebody had been working there for several years that they, in fact, did not go to college. Well, I think it's your job as, a a, as, as somebody who's evaluating like resumes it is your job to verify things. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, John Martin, a large donation had to drop my Patreon on, had to drop my Patreon support of someone, you know, in order to afford you guys love their <laughs> content. But you guys literally bring me joy. Thanks so much for oh, brightening well, thank you. our carnival. You guys rock. Thank you, John. It. We appreciate it. And we're sorry to whatever YouTuber lost. lost your I'm support. not sorry. We got people to compete with. We got to steal their views and their business. No, I never Appreciate feel like that. I, do, do you feel like Depends you're competing who? with other YouTubers? I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of people I don't like on YouTube, if I'm going to be completely honest. But is it because do I you feel, feel like, like your competitors? I mean, No, there are people I don't like for personal reasons. It's not It's not like I sit there comparing stats or something. Like, oh, this person got that many views and I didn't or I whatever. I literally you know? never do that because if yeah, I did, it would motivate me to make more than two videos a month. Um, <laughs> Thank Frank you, Underwood anyway. says, to crush your enemies, see them driven before you and to hear their lamentation of their wisdom. Women. These are the best things in life. <laughs> <laughs> Amber says, Foxy Amber, uh, drinking copious amounts of wine again this week. I'm jarring a jalapeno, slightly less terrible than pickles, though. So mm. that is cool. Make sure you wash your hands before you insert your Nuvering, Amber. Boogeyman 917. That was funny. <laughs> um, Boogeyman 917. Her name is pronounced Brianna Ew. 
Ah, all right. Yeah. Amber says, don't be embarrassed, blonde. I still practice the flute. Yeah, you do, Amber. What is wrong with me? God. <laughs> Wasn't that also a joke? Are we going with the American Pie gag there? Does she really uh, practice the flute? I mean, I was making a sexual pun unrelated to American Pie, but it's uh, unoriginal. Gotcha. John Takes or Take says, I think Matt should start a tutor service on how to pick up dudes and make <sighs> love in crazy places. Yes, we all know that is what Matt is best at. Apparently, I am an expert, yeah, if the chat is to be believed. Uh, Black Magic, I got $10. It said this show gets showed tonight. We'll see about that. Tanner Wilcox, California is ruining everything, including U the Utah housing market. The 1,800-square-foot house I'm buying is 20 minutes from any store, and it's costing me $235,000. Wow. Don't worry. A market crash is coming, and you can swoop up all that real estate afterwards. Mm. Big LC, uh, guys, forget about the JQ. What we really need to talk about is the Muslim question. We talk about that all the time. Yeah, but who controls the Muslims? That's... <laughs> That's the question you got to ask. Oh, boy. Uh, you're missing, you're sorry, missing the forest from the trees, man. Um, <laughs> notes behind the bar. You should consider doing an interview with Donut Operator, former cop in South Carolina who does videos on arrests and shootings. Might have interesting takes on BLM and fake police brutality. I believe we've been in contact with Mr. Operator. I've reached out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's been a little bit, so I could try again. Uh, donation from doesn't matter. No note. Thank you, sir or ma'am. Just ain't that way. Also, no note. Thank you. Uh, Alexander Retcher. I almost said Riker, but um, I hate Riker. It's great to watch reasonable people talk. We're pretty, pretty reasonable. Depends who you ask. Yeah. Yeah. If you ask that JQ guy, you. we're unreasonable. Uh, dangerous spaces. I hate how the term unarmed is used to mean not a threat. Unarmed people can pose a threat and or they could be trying to grab a weapon. It's a bullshit term. Yeah, sure. I hadn't thought about it in that way, but I think that's fair. Uh, AP1S2K, Matt, check out Laurent, Lorenzoni Flintlocks. Also, the PX4, PY4 Storm in, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to check these out. Going, going back to the, the prior point, too, the reverse of that is also true. The idea that armed is inherently threatening is yeah. also false. That's a good point. Interesting to think about. I hadn't thought about that as a politicized or... Uh, I don't know, just an agenda-driven term, but I think you're probably right. Um, Ovid says, Blonde, I love you, but you really earn your hair color. It's pronounced Ovid. Yeah, I see. I read the, the super chat first and corrected myself, so now... What did you say before? On. I said Ovid or oh. maybe Ovid. I don't know. Does it start with an O? Is that O-V-I-D. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I would say Ovid. That's what I would have said. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. I, maybe. I, I don't know. I can't pronounce all you people's weird names. Sorry. All right, we're good. At least it's not... Ovid with two last names. That would be the worst. Or Ovid with two last names. Okay. Ovid, Catazio, Cortez. <laughs> it's like every, no matter who I'm listening to, if it's Shapiro or like the regular news or whatever podcast, at least 50% of the time, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is either flubbed or just totally, like they say the wrong name altogether. Like for the longest time, Ben was saying Anastasia Ocasio-Cortez, but he wasn't joking. Oh. It's the Roman poet. Yes. Okay. Oh. He also does have a little picture there too. I probably should have figured that out. Gotcha. I am pretty stupid. Yeah. Let's let's talk to Jay Edgar. Jay Edgar, you're good to go if you're ready. Mr. Christensen, how are we doing tonight? Hello. Don, I actually called in to call, uh, talk to you tonight, but uh, I want to tell Matt that you'll be happy to know by our uh, Hangouts chat when I was a full uh, full top tier member that. I no longer live with my ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. I remember that. As, good. as of good. today. I moved good. today, and that's good why I have the day off. 
Are you are you comfortable sharing the scenario? I'm not going to put you on the spot, but it was a very interesting scenario that I'm glad you're glad you're out of. But you don't have to share it if you if you don't want to. Well, that's actually kind of why I wanted to call it. Goes a little bit back, and now that I've thought it through, and after Blonde made the video about hormonal birth control, I kind of realized I think that might have been where we went wrong too. Ah, interesting. She never really said it outright, but um, she went on to keto right after Christmas, and um, there's. There are theories out there that say that keto makes you cranky. Your lack of carbs makes you cranky. I don't know if it's true or not, but I know it definitely did affect her personality. But And we were having so many problems we had, and with working separate shifts. We really didn't have time to, you know, be with each other anymore. So she was using a, uh, a Nuva ring, and she decided to go off it because she was having hormonal problems as well. And yeah, that was just right where we went to complete hell, and she just turned into a completely different person. Yeah. Huh. So maybe I, diet, I really, maybe birth control, maybe both. Well, yeah, I mean, it was like blonde sex. It was almost like she was completely repulsed from me. Or yeah. uh, I can't talk right now. I apologize. The science on this stuff is really interesting. If people miss Blonde's video, they should check it out. And I've heard of this before. Um, and now I am extremely skeptical as somebody who's trying to, you know, somebody who's who's looking for something long-term myself, like Jay Edgar is. Like, I I, I buy the science on this. Yeah. That, um, that, so can you explain the science really quick for people that, that might not understand? Um. Well, one of the age-old, you were talking to me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, go for it. One of the age-old mate, mate selection um, uh, methods is smell-related. Re- smell it's, uh, I think, the histocompatibility response, something like that. And it, it is a way for a woman's body to recognize if a man is too genetically similar or too genetically dissimilar to her. And so I had heard from a lot of my friends that um, went, were on hormonal birth control for many years, married somebody, then went off to try to have a baby that just could not stomach the smell of their husbands. And a lot of them ended up getting divorced. And I looked behind it, and there's serious science to you know the mood fluctuations, just you changing and no longer being compatible with with your you know life partner um and there, there's there's a lot to back it up a lot yeah. yeah well and i saw it firsthand too i mean it was you know we were way into each other when we started dating and it's just after that it was you know anytime i tried to talk to her to bring up a date or hang out or just have a conversation about groceries it was like my head snapped off for it hmm. yeah yeah and we, we have to give you the boot but i have heard from a lot of uh girls as well that Seriously, this this one chick told me that when she went on birth control, it made her feel like a different person. Like everything wow. felt different. Um, and you know your your hormones. It's it's a huge part of who you are, huge part of your body. And you can imagine yeah, yeah. just using your common sense how much that would alter. Somebody. Yeah, I mean, so much of attraction is not consciously thought about. You're just right. either attracted to a person or you're, or you're not. not. And there's right. got to be biological factors in play there you mess with the yeah, biology and have you ever only. like i don't know dated a chick that's conventionally very attractive but just been like nah or like been really into a chick that's kind of average or not very yeah, attractive. Yeah. like i think that happens to everybody um and this really does explain it anyway yeah. thanks for calling yeah i uh i i hope uh things work out for you and now at least you have the wisdom to watch out for a potential trap in the future well, I do have one final thought based on uh, my video from last uh, call-in show, too. Okay. Matt, I think you were more right than uh, you thought you were. When I said that that chick was ready to finish me off before she found out about my show, <laughs> I'm saying that she would have probably laid me on the table if uh, we hadn't been in public. Gotcha. Oh, 
So that is what you meant. I didn't know. I was laughing. Yeah, that's that was... exactly what I meant. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were. Afraid. All right, cool. Well, thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> okay, let's talk to Clash of Champions. My God, man. I'm, my my record would be so squeaky clean if it weren't for this show. No JQ, no finishing off, no, you know. Can you hear me? Yes, go for it. All right, cool, cool. Um, Today, what's on my mind is about the, uh, you guys hear about Slightly Offensive? Yeah. Yes. Incident with, yes, okay. He's actually, we're, um, we've got him scheduled for this week to do an interview for Sunday. Uh, obviously, it hasn't oh, happened okay, yet. Okay, so okay, all right. Unless, right. Well, unless something thing... falls through, it's it's going to happen on Sunday. Nice, nice. Well, um, one thing that I that had me thinking is how the whole thing went down. Like so, a lot of people that come in, and there are a lot of leftists that were, you know, screaming at him. But then this this punk comes in and tries the real and starts snake crap boy. with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one thing was that, that gets Mexican me. Dude? Yes, the yeah, one, the Mexican so dude. I forget the this, this was the guy who yeah, was yeah, with Joy N-word. Villa at the Trump star doing the Trump celebration. Yeah. Everybody tried to fight him. That's that's the guy. Yeah, basically. But what gets me is the fact that it, was the, it wasn't the black man that made him fold. It was Joy Villa that made him fold. It's like when the black dude stepped up and called him out for saying the N-word, he got a little defensive. And then when Joy Villa got in his face, he folded like a lawn chair went back to get his friends as if that was supposed to prove anything. And I don't remember, I only watched, I, I think there were other angles of it, but I remember there was, I remember the slightly offensive, his own video where the whole thing went dark. And the last thing I remember is his bodyguard put the dude to sleep. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but, but that I remember the video. Man, that yeah, the ponytail man. his bodyguard. I remember he was bloody, but I remember the guy who started all that crap was put on the ground. Was he the one that got but, kicked in the head? There was a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, he's the one that got oh, kicked was, in the head. Was that he the was real the snake boy who got kicked in the head? I yeah, so. I think so. If it was, then uh, I have less of a problem with the head kicking. Oh, disavow, disavow. <laughs> anyway, we got to give you the boot. Any final thoughts? Well, for, uh, for me, well, um, final thoughts is like, I think the dude's a straight up punk. Obviously, the dude was too much of a coward to pick his own battle, so he had to get his friends in. And even his friends couldn't fight at all. They were sucker punching. Hmm. Honestly, I'm, I was satisfied seeing him on the ground. Yeah, well, he, he, he clearly, I mean, he's in somebody's face. He's being threatening. By my, at least the angles I've seen in the descriptions of the event that I've seen or, or read in Washington Post of all places, he's the one who initiated physical contact. I'm sorry, dude, you can't start a fight and then like claim to be a victim that that i don't buy that at that's all that's what antifa does yeah well especially if you get four, especially if you get like five or six people with you to fight yeah even yeah. then that makes it even worse yeah neil like, and realist is that's, saying that's, that he got arrested the yeah. real snake well, boy did. he got arrested it was sad it, at least he got arrested but like yeah. good it's a dude to straight up punk it kind of like out of Usually I get mad at leftists, but I get even mad at people who try and suck your punch and try to start fights and can't finish it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank I you, get, man. I get, I get tired of that crap. Have a good night. Bye. Appreciate right. it. You too. Let's talk to Miss Malevolent. It's been a little bit. Miss Malevolent, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, girl. Hey, can you hear me? Sure Loud and clear. Oh, well, you guys are breaking up. Uh-oh. You got us? Oh. No. 
Let's try again. Oh. Uh, yep. Yeah, I kicked you out for some reason, but we got you loud and clear if you're ready to go. Okay. All right, good. So did you see this Frederick Joseph character on Twitter, Matt? No, I don't know that one. Um, he's wearing this shirt. I, I'm going to send it to you. Uh, maybe you can do something. This is like reverse hoax. Oh, oh, this is the guy who had the Caucasians shirt. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he's wearing a Washington Reds, a shirt that looks like the Washington Redskins logo, the football team, but it's a white guy and it says the Caucasians. (laughs) And I just think that's funny. I think it's. Yeah, but see, that's the whole thing. He had this like whole thread about how people were irate. And I'm like, I don't believe you. Yeah, nobody was mad. People would look at that and they would, most white people would look at that and think, you're pro-white like you're pulling a what's that guy's name jesse who made the uh <laughs> white heritage month for july what's his yeah. name you know who i'm talking about yeah yeah most, people, most white people look at that and go oh uh that's you're pro-white huh Not yeah well, where do i get one of those shirts that's hilarious that's funny. Yeah. it's like um i saw i saw i'll be i'll be quick and we'll make sure she gets her time too but i saw um a similar um, it was like an internet meme circulating that was supposed to make you sympathetic to the Redskins issue. And it said, would you support or would you be offended by these these teams? And it was like the New York Jews and it had the ball calf with a car- cartoonish Jewish no, character sure caricature. And then it was the San Francisco Chinaman and it had like a stereotypical <laughs> buck tooth Chinese guy on it. And you're supposed to be offended, offended. And for me, it's like, where do I sign up to get those hats? I know. Those look like collector's exactly. items. Yeah. I mean, nobody... Nobody cares. And I was just like, you know, I, I popped in the thread. I'm like, I don't believe you. This is BS. Maybe you yeah. got one or two responses, but you didn't get nine. Nobody yeah. cared. And so he was claiming that he posted it on the internet and people messaged him about it or what? No, he claimed he was walking down the street and was oh. confronted like nine or ten That's times. even less likely. People don't do that. Thank you. No. Yeah, Thank I'm with you. you. I'm with you. And it, it, it ended up with me being called a Nazi by some social justice <laughs> oh, of whiner. Course. Of course. Calling me a Nazi. And then, yeah. of course, he tried to, after I told him I'm a black female, he goes, <laughs> oh, well, you will still fight for you when the Nazis <laughs> oh try. And I'm like, you're right. Bitch. How you're not going to do anything. How fucking I'm, patronizing. I would be so pissed off if I was a minority oh and I had people saying stuff like that. Oh, it's just disgusting. Like you have no agency. Like you can't yeah. think for yourself or right, make your own exactly. decisions. It's so, so, yeah. so obnoxious. I'm going to send that thread to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the email. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to oh, send man. that to you. Yeah, drop okay, it in my I DMs. I'll find guys. it there. We'll, I miss we'll, you guys. Yeah, thanks oh, for calling in. Well, we love hearing from you. All right. Bye. Take care. Have a good night. Bye-bye. <sighs> it's been a while. Yeah, the idea that, hey, bro, you need to take that Caucasian shirt off. I'd be like, dude, that shit's hilarious as I'm yeah. walking by him. That's what I would say. Although maybe it would happen in Seattle. Somebody just said that in the live chat. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, was he saying white people were offended by it? I, no. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't buy it. Let's talk. Why to people fuck. are cool with this stuff because they're getting legitimately shit on all the time by by other. People. I just think it's funny. There's something tongue in cheek like this. They'd be yeah. Let's like, yeah. uh, thoughts and blogs. You're good to go if you're ready. Oh, that good the... old push to talk. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Let's try that. Go for it if you're ready. You there? 
Uh-oh. <laughs> it's kicking you out, but we can hear you, kind of. I think uh, he has... Yeah. Sorry, guys. No, you're good to go if you can hear us. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I can hear you. It's working. Great. Yeah, it must be like one know. of the, the push-to-talk issue or something. Yeah, it... I don't know, but it's working, so I'll go with it. Yeah. Um, But, uh... No, I was going to say that I have totally been triggered by your show tonight. Um, you know, oh, no. having a hyphenated last name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you yeah, Hispanic? Yeah, that's because right. apparently we, we just didn't understand the cultural impact. That's right. Exp- I forgot about that. Explain it to me. Defend, defend your culture. <laughs> um, well, it is true that in a lot of Hispanic countries, not all of them, people have two last names. And so the way it works is that so my dad has two last names, okay? So let's say last name one and two to make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my mom has two last names, and let's make those last names three and four. Okay. Well, so I take my first last name is my dad's first last name, so number one. And then my second last name is my mom's first last name, so number three. Ah, uh, okay, I see. Mm. And this, essentially this is done because it, it keeps track of family trees. You know, the... The important family is not always the dad's family. Maybe, you know, the mom's family is very wealthy or very well-known or whatever. Um, so in smaller countries, you really want to kind of keep track of that stuff. Hmm. Okay. I, I understand. I get it. But once they move to America, they should stop that because it's nonsense. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? Ditch that. Ditch that nonsense. You got to pick one. <laughs> the, the problem it generated is, well, when I came to the U.S., um, you know, they when you're like getting your your driver's license they ask you what's your last name and you go well i've got two of them and they're like no what is your last name and it's like well i guess it's you know all of this and essentially at that you you kind of have to pick on the spot to be honest what how you handle the situation you can't drop one of them and so you either have to put them together hyphenated or put a space and uh i hyphenated it and you know whatever it was not it was not intentional. It just happens. Well, hmm. we stand corrected. We're sorry for offending your culture. No, I stand <laughs> against this. I think it, I still think it's wrong. No, I, I think, think it's, it's stupid, <laughs> but you know, we also didn't know. It's it's uh, a moral I'll... abomination. I got to give I you the food. To... Thanks oh, for calling. Sure. Yeah. All right. Y'all have a good night. Appreciate it, ma'am. Thank you. Bye. I'm so mean. Not mean enough. Let's talk. You haven't been very mean tonight. Or are you saying I'm mean? No, you're not mean at all. Oh. Let's talk to Hoppa Matt. <laughs> hey there. Hoppa Matt, you're good to go if you're ready. I am. My first time calling. Hi. Well, thanks for joining. Thanks for supporting the show. Matt, you and I are the same person. We're uh, obviously both mm. named Matt. That's the first yeah, brothers in Brothers in Matthew. Um, yeah. And we're from uh, Minnesota as well. Oh, cool. And I did spend uh, 20 some years in Los Angeles, mm. uh, but just came back. So, uh, so you moved back to, you moved back to Minnesota or what? Oh, I think I lost him. Blah, blah. Oh, hello. I see. A, yeah. Okay. We lost you I for hear. a second, but you, so you went, you went to California. You, you went back where to Minnesota or what? Yeah, I came back to Minnesota. So. Ah, was it uh, was it dissatisfaction with California or career opportunity or what? I wish I could say, uh, yeah, I was dissatisfied by the leftiness. But then, why did I pick the second most lefty place to come back to? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it, 
Well, I mean, it's, it's insane. I don't know. It seems like Minneapolis is going insane, but maybe not the rest. I don't know. My friends from high school, which is really where I'm from, like greater Minnesota, as we would call it, yeah. are pretty hardcore to the right. Um, but then I just wanted to talk about, um, you know, my origin story like coming from leftist to, to centrist to your walk away, basically. Is that what you're saying? My walk away, right? Yeah. Uh, was that, that, you know, from my name, you can tell I'm, I'm a mixed breed or a, or a half breed as I like to call myself. Is that what that signifies? I don't even know what that, I didn't know what that meant. Hapa? Yeah. yeah. Hapa means a half Asian person. So. Oh, okay. Okay. How have you been on the internet for so long? You didn't know that. I don't hang out in half Asian chat boards, I guess. You hear that? You heard it on video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm taking up, we're taking up his time. Oh yeah. Go, go for it. 30 seconds. Go. <laughs> no, just, come on. Good job. Good job, Han. Um, so yeah, that was the, the, whole, the identity politics thing just never got past first base with me because I was like, well, you know, am I part of the oppressed class or part of the, the ruling white, you know, white class. And I always kind of thought like, this was supposed to be Obama's contribution is like, you know, he's mixed race. And how can, how are we ever going to get past anything? If, you know, what's, what's he going to do? Pay reparations to himself. If, yeah. Uh, Past something right. like that so i just could never understand um that and that kind of pushed me toward you know the ruben report and then i found you guys and can i ask you what your asian side is what country taiwanese taiwanese okay you know, I noticed I noticed a fair amount of racism from the Chinese and from the Taiwanese and also a lot from the Japanese. I wouldn't even call it racism, but like an appreciation of cultural homogeneity and confusion as to why Americans uh, want to be multicultural. And it's Koreans, too, actually. Has that been consistent with your personal experience or your family? My mom's the, the Taiwanese uh, part and she's, you know one of the more racist people that I know. So <laughs> just wondering if this is just my own personal experience or if, or if this is a universal thing. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. Um, right. Thanks well, for calling. Any final thoughts? No, no, good. We'll, we'll, we'll do this again. All right. All right. Thank you, man. Okay. Let's talk to uh mustache Asian. Isn't it mustachioed? Asian. Did he change it? Oh, I don't know. I just see mustache Asian. Anyway. Mustache Asian, you're good to go if you're ready. Hello? Hi, so yeah, another Taiwanese, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, he's half Taiwanese. I'm full Taiwanese, I guess. Uh So you're the authority on racism? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> but my dad is from, actually, his family is from China. Like, um, so basically, there's another whole can of worms relating to that. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they, they retreated when the, uh, when the uh, nationalists, you know, lost the Civil War. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's how, they, how they came to Taiwan. So yeah, but I mean, like, I'm a little tired today to talk too much, but... So I just want to talk, ask, um, give you guys a chance to ask questions to my friend who works at YouTube. So what kind of question? Like one question each. Like what question would you ask him? Oh, um, 
well, I would, I guess if they can do anything about my channel, I'd like to know why my name doesn't autofill. Hmm. Autofill? It does, my, my name, autofill? Blonde in the Belly of the Beast, does not autofill. You've got to type in the whole damn thing. It oh. leads me to believe there's some sort of shadow banning situation going on, but my growth is pretty good, so I don't know. What about you, Skag? Uh, I would, well, I don't know if I could summarize it in one question, but I would really like to have a honest conversation about the nature of the adpocalypse because I don't buy that it was all this corporate pressure on YouTube. I actually think it was mostly YouTube enforcing its own political, uh, its own political viewpoint and blaming it on corporate advertisers demanding that they do it. Yeah. Uh, That is my suspicion. Uh, there are a lot of things I'd like to ask them about that. That might be number one. Um, and, and, I just think it unfairly punishes a lot of channels. Like most of my uploads, I'm sure yours are too. It doesn't matter what my upload is called. Demonetized. Demonetized by default. And then I win on appeal later, which means there's a lot of ads that aren't being placed that should be. But it's just, I guess a broader question would be too. It's like, why, why do you make so many decisions that make it more difficult for someone to be a full time creator on your platform? There are countless, the only, it's like I fill out their surveys all the time. The only time they say, can you, what, what have we done in the last year that you really appreciate? The only thing I can think of that they've done to help our content creators on YouTube is the, is the invention of super chat. Yeah. And I give them credit for that. They take but 30%, that, suck my balls. Well, but other than that, everything has been, has made it harder yeah. for content creators. Yeah. Not easier. Anyway. We got to wrap um, it up. Yeah. If, do you have a final thought? Um, I actually talked to him a little bit at Apocalypse. He pretty much tells a line about other corporations putting, you know, pressure on YouTube, and he actually claimed that supposedly, you know, like places like CNN has more draw compared to, you know, independent creators mm-hmm. for YouTube management. But I was like, what the hell? Like, you are YouTube, but why are you like, you know, sucking up to other like corporations? Yeah. Nobody tunes into YouTube to watch CNN, man, unless it's no. to watch what garbage they said and then downvote it and leave. <laughs> yeah. That's that's it. Or to see if the, when they've disabled comments. Yeah, but 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 that's it, it is frustrating. It's like it seems more and more like they want to be another outlet for TV, and it's like that's not what built the platform. Right. People right. want to no. go on there and they want to see real people that are like them talking yeah. about issues that they talk about unfiltered. That's what exactly. YouTube's about. Yeah. Unfiltered. That's the thing. Anyway, thanks for yeah. calling. We appreciate okay. it. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Unfiltered, except for questions that will ruin your career. Those get filtered. Yeah, really. For sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we got Yoda. Yoda's going to la- last patron caller. Maybe we have time for you know a quick quick round Probably of maybe two. three, two to three non-patrons. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk. Any questions? Yeah, let's talk to Yoda first. Then we got to close out with super chat too. Yoda, you're good to go if you're ready. Um, let's see who uh, wandering wandering was the first non-patron tonight. So we got wandering next. Let Yoda hang out. Oh, actually there is, I forgot. Um, Acehole firearms is in fact a patron, but it didn't update yet. So Acehole firearms going to get a word too. Uh, Acehole firearms. You're good to go. If you're ready. You're a good boy. Oh, cool. I thought it was skipped. Awesome. Uh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> it doesn't update right away, but, uh, awesome. but yeah. yeah. So you're a little bit faster than me. I see. Okay. Uh, anyway, first time caller, super excited. Congratulations on the uh, marriage block. Thank you. Um, hope you can hear me all right. I have a little mm-hmm. system jury rigged up. It's not very good. Anyway, uh, shout out to uh, Matt, uh, sorry, Jay Edgar and whoever the other guy is, but uh, Ryan got me the yellow text. Thank you so much. 
Oh, um, no, I did that. I did that. Right, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, they yeah, helped I, you. I get what you're saying. I get what you're there. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, first thing is um, I have to play this. You are actually a poop. There you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, you, poop man? if you can't hear, it was kind of soft on our end, but it's a sound bite of, I think I was making fun of Sadiq Khan. Ace Hole yeah. Firearms helps me out and cut off some Sadiq Khan sounders that I can plug into the system later. Like, Sadiq Khan is just a gay, muzzy terrorist. But I, I, think was ho- I was hoping you would have that one ready to go. I don't. I, I will for Sunday, though. But the, the, you, you have a sound bite of me saying, Yes, uh, you're just a poop face. Was that from my Sadiq Khan video, or where did that yeah, come from? I went through the whole thing and got oh. all the ones I thought you might like, and yeah. uh, also the one you wanted. So here you go. Sadiq Khan is just a gay muzzy terrorist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so real quick, I know you I don't have a lot of time. So, sure. um, firstly, um, I'm excited about slightly offensive. I know people kind of don't like him. People mistake him for um, the other blonde guy. But uh, I don't know anything about him. I really have not looked at his at his work. No, maybe, Milo Yanopoulos. Yeah, like, he's kind of uh, Milo. Say that way. Some, maybe. There's a de- certain demographic of people that he will go and see at rallies, and they think he is Milo Ah, um, gotcha. Pretty dumb. <laughs> I mean, funny. it's it's a stretch, but I guess I could see it. Um, did you see his interview on David Hogg? Uh, that's not really what I want to talk about, but so check that out if you haven't. No, but I'll have um, to take a before we interview him. We're scheduled for tomorrow, so I'm going to take a look through his channel yeah. and just. Well, we're mostly going to talk about the the recent stuff at Maxine Waters' office, and then of course the Trump star. Yeah, but, I, haven't, I haven't seen the Maxine Waters one. Okay, so real quick, um, do you want to talk about 922, or do you want to talk about SIG SBA3 pistol brace? Uh, well, I, I'm a proud owner of a pistol brace as of today. You guys have negative one minute. Go for it. Go for it. Do you have the CAC shockwave brace or do you have a different one? I have an SB tactical brace. You have one of like the weird kind of bendy ones? Uh, no, it's just like a, it's just a folding brace. Folds? Yeah. Is it for an AR? Oh, you have a Scorpion. Okay. Yeah, it's for a CZ Scorpion. All right. right. So, um, they probably make the SBA3. So, if you want to have a quote unquote stock function, but also still adhere to the pistol law, uh, you can have the uh, SB Sig Brace A3. And you can actually, uh, it has an actuation or a telescoping stock so you can move it back and forth. Ah, okay. I mean, thankfully, this one fits pretty well for me. I don't feel like I need to adjust it, but it is, it's so annoying that as a practical. As a practical matter, it is just a stock. I showed it to Blonde well, earlier today, and she's like, don't, don't tell that. me that's not a stock. Yeah. <laughs> don't say that. Don't get caught saying that. Well, uh, of course. It is my... It's, it's for, legal, to, but like nobody's going to NF... convince me that's not a stock and that's not a rifle. It's it's legal to shoulders <laughs> as of now. But yes, if the yeah. ATF oh, this, this is, or, is listening, I my pistol okay. is a pistol as defined by the NFA and as interpreted by the ATF. And what it is not my rule. intent to circumvent federal short bail rifle laws. We are two laws. minutes over on this call. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Thank check you. out the SBA three, buy it because if you don't, they may check it, They may change it and it'll be banned. So get it. It's 130 right. bucks. Thank Take you, care guys. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Yoda, you're good to go. If you're ready. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind? Um, so I, I, I'm been kind of down in the dumps lately. Cause I, um, no, no, that, that long relationship that I had with my SJW ex-girlfriend, he broke it off with her after. Oh no! Just the just the friendship fell apart. Not only yeah, not only the the relationship. Like when I, I moved back, actually, technically for her. Oh no! That's why you. That's why and you then, went back to California. Only reason, but that was a big reason. Okay. And then the the relationship just kind of fell apart, and and to all you gentlemen out there, don't date an S. I, I've known I've been with her for 
like 14 years and I kind of felt like I've wasted the last 14 years of my life just kind of going after her. So oh, man, can I ask how old you are? Six. I'm almost 37. That's a good age for a man, though. How old is she? A th oh, she has blonde's disease terribly. She's 34. <laughs> oh, I mean, you'll be fine, and she's screwed. So that should be some solace for you, right? She's always like, she's always like, oh, I'm I'm so into my nieces and nephews and blah, but she doesn't have kids of her own. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm so into my. So nieces. what's her fucking plan? She's gonna go out and meet some great guy when she's 34, get married when she's 35, and then have two kids if she's super duper lucky i don't know like she has she has some of the most crazy plans like like i i've made the decision my my entire family like my dad's retiring he's moving to florida my sister lives in ohio she's, she's so sick of the cold she's moving to florida i have another sister that already lives there i'm just moving with all them and so hopefully i can find a good conservative or at least yeah, moderate. just date a 25 to 27 year old 10 years 12 years is a pretty good gap and then like she's not going to meet another dude she's probably never going to have kids you'll be fine just don't let blonde run your match.com for real although that was not my <laughs> fault okay there was just nothing out there it was a lack of inventory dude all right well i'm sorry to hear it man i um but at least you, know, you didn't marry I, her i think i think that yeah you still you still i think you have some options uh to work with like, can you imagine so, if you had kids with her and got married and all of your friends? It'd probably be worse. It's, it's a much I know yeah, things seem terrible because you sunk 14 years in this relationship, but if you had kids, there's just, there's no leaving, there's no truly leaving the relationship with a woman that you have children with. And, and I know I don't have a lot of time, but she wants to stay in San Diego. And I think that she's fucking nuts for that. Hmm. No, dude, I lived in LA and it was the most competitive dating market I've ever been in, except for maybe New York. Hmm. Uh, she's gonna be as like totally screwed there every chick there is like 22 and a smoking hot waitress slut she can't compete with that hmm. wow huh i'm filled she with wants, advice <laughs> All right. she's a school counselor by a house in san diego hmm. and i'm like fuck is that possible yeah well i'm sorry that happened dude we gotta let you go but you know chin up you're in a way better situation than she is all right thank you so much see you later Thanks. have a good night man Thanks. Okay, let's uh, let's do some quick hitting non patrons before we wrap up the calls. We got time so, for two because we've got tons of um, questions. Wandering, you're you're good to go if you're ready. Oh sweet! Hey guys. Hi. Oh, What's on your mind? It's been a little bit. Good to hear from yeah. you. Yeah, two months. But uh, I was gonna make a gay a gay joke between Matt and I, but we know with a lot of person's death, it just makes the world a better place. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit true. Don't Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You absolute uh, Since like no bitch. one else has talked about it. Let's talk about the uh, Tommy Robertson case. Yeah, nobody okay. did talk Same about that. it. I was expecting somebody to call in. All yeah. right, you got a minute 30. All right, all right. So basically, another judge had to step in and basically uh, release Tommy on bail. He'll have a retrial later on. And that... Basically, the entire system was against him. Like, the judge yeah. was absolutely biased. He was basically, it was an unfair, unfair trial through and through. But there might be a chance that Tommy might actually go to jail on a proper trial. And it's just terrible to see that ever happen to him, someone like him. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
he's not actually out of the woods, like not even close, but it is nice to see him um, out on bail. I mean, I, when I first saw him, I was like, he looks really good. He looks like he's been working out. And what I said in the live chat was feasting on Muslim flesh for the last (laughs) three months. I mean, he looks like he's been seriously sweating it out and working on himself. Like he doesn't look like he got beat up or I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll hear from him what it was like there. Yeah. He's, he's, they're not, I mean, He's not stuck in there with them. He, they're stuck in there with him. Yeah. They had to face mm. a tough, buff Tommy Robinson. Yeah, totally. I bet he was doing like a million push-ups every day. <laughs> anyway, any final thoughts? Or Matt, did you want to opine? No, no. Thanks for update. We'll talk more about it on Sunday. So thanks for updating us on the story. All right. See you guys later. Have right. a good night, man. All right. Like okay, let's talk. To, let's talk to Jonas. Look like looks like Jonas had to take off. Maybe. I don't see Jonas. Uh, Captain Suru. Oh, people have to take off. Ryan reviews. Let's try Ryan reviews. Ryan, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, thank you. Um, hey Matt, I love your content. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Um, I was just going to ask you. I don't really understand your your hesitancy on the abortion issue. Hmm. I'm not sure I do either, but, but proceed. <laughs> because it seems like um, the logic of what you've said, like you were even using some pretty pro-life arguments when you were saying like, oh, Michelle Worf, what if you had been aborted? But like yeah. my, main, my main point is um, when you say that it's the right to decide tragedy on your own terms. Well, that is one way that I put it that's not necessarily what I'm arguing for, but that was a way that I described it because I think at its best, that's what it is. Like if you, if you're pro-choice at best, it is a, it is a freedom to choose tragedy, choose tragedy on your own terms. Yeah. But that's not necessarily what I'm arguing for, but, but yeah, that's the way I characterized it. Um, you said that there, um, that especially when you were more pro-choice, you had the, moral interests of the fetus in mind while also balancing the the liberty interests of the mother mm-hmm. so um my problem with that is that i don't really see how that would apply to any other moral issue like yeah i mean if- it, it's very difficult for me to to defend that liberty interest because i find it inconsistent with with other um applied elsewhere well, uh, in what other situation, what other hypothetical situation, the, is there another viable life form attached? I guess, I guess what's key to me is the degree to which there was consent in the conception of that child, which, viol- which would violate the liberty interest. But that's why I'm sympathetic to some exceptions, the boogeyman exceptions that they still carve out. But that's, that's, those are the exceptions, not the rule. That's the problem. Anyway, I'm taking up all your time, so please proceed. Um, so you just said like with... Um... So I assume you were saying that, like, in the case of rape, then abortion would be more likely to be justifiable? In my mind, it, it would be more justifiable than an elective abortion. And the reasoning I would take would be there was less consent to that liberty. There was less consent to the, to the conception of that child, therefore the intrusion on the mother's bodily liberty. Their, That's their right. true, but it's also irrelevant to the viability and the potential for the for the fetus yeah there that, is like, there is there is another life in play i'm just saying it's more difficult for for me to 
those exceptions become a little less clean for me because the because of that lack of consent. We are so over on this call. Do you have any anyway? Final yeah, keep, keep going, keep going. It was just that I I just didn't understand how you were able to view it as like a tragedy, but state that like um, in some degree are willing to sympathize with a legal ability to like engage that tragedy. Well, I don't, I, I've not really claimed to be, uh, like in that video, I never made a claim to be pro-choice. I think I'm having serious doubts about this. You know, I, I mean, what, I, I, what, I'm, I, what I'm trying to do is my, give the best case for that position that I can. That's still honest with the, with the moral, um, with the moral reality that there is a, that there's another life in play. I definitely appreciate that. I just, um, didn't understand your reluctance to, to move towards the more pro-life side when it seems like a lot of your art. Well, I guess, uh, totally pro-life. The other part of this too, is there's something inherent in me that I just, I really want to avoid a legal solution to problems. Like I, I, libertarian type as a cultural matter, as a cultural matter, absolutely. I would want to encourage people to choose life. And I think that choosing life, if everybody, if everyone, if everybody was on board with that type of value, then the law becomes less and less relevant. Yeah, um, that's like so. I I don't know that my my listen. I don't know that my my mind is unclear about the morality of the situation. I think it's less clear about the state's role, to be honest. Well, uh, is that like m pretty much all my time? Yeah, oh yeah, we'll give you a last <laughs> word. Go for it. I love your content, man. I love how much you put a lot of your skepticism and especially loved how you handled that Mike journalist, I believe it was, who was slamming you. <laughs> yeah. I haven't talked to, uh, Good old to Sarah Amy Harvard. Harvard. You know, she works at YouTube now. Do you know that? Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, she does. She the, way, the way you handled that was, the way you handled that was literally perfect. And well, thanks. like how you always seem to like, always make sure that what you're saying can be backed up at least by reason, if not by hardcore evidence. And I yeah, just yeah. love that, man. Well, I appreciate it. What Thank you. you. Do. Uh, that, that that's very kind of you and thanks for trying to hold me accountable on the abortion thing man I, I, I grant in full that it's something my mind i don't i don't have a lot of great firm arguments on the issue it's something i really struggle with to be honest i hope you're able to to discover what you believe is the best answer on this issue yeah and i i think uh you know if i'm gonna be honest at least i'm i'm trending toward what i'm gathering is your perspective what i surmise based on your line of questioning at least yeah. All right. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. We have a 10 minute time limit. If you want to lick Matt's butthole. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Now I was in charge of the clock and 10 minute time limit. If you want to talk about babies or if you want to, uh, you know, yeah, but that'll, that'll be it on callers tonight. Too. We, um, we do appreciate everyone's patience. I know it's tough to get into the call room sometimes. Um, if you are having trouble doing that, we do take email questions, comments, things to respond to on the show. We'll get to those in a moment. That's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. You can also send us a message on YouTube recorded, put it unlisted, send us the link, try to keep it to a minute or less. And uh, so let's hop into those, um, those listener contributions before we close out with super chat. So we did have two, two video submissions, one from Jesse and one from Emily. So let's listen to Jesse first. 
Dear Matt, I believe that how the left reacts or does not react to various tragedies around the country shows that they do not give a shit about minority groups beyond how these groups can be leveraged to further their ideological goals. Nia Wilson gets killed by a white schizophrenic man and oh my god, stop the presses, it's racism, it's the KKK. But seven or eight thousand yeah. black people get murdered on our streets by other black people and nobody gives a flying fuck. And while we're told by blue-haired screeching safe space harpies that college campuses harbor a rape culture, they will ignore all but the most convenient parts of what's happening to Native American women in this country. For example, they can bring up the man camps in North Dakota where human trafficking of Native girls has been alleged and is even likely. But they have a narrative problem when they get into the sexual abuse of young Native girls on the reservation. Or the Navajo woman who I knew who her son raped her daughter, and they decided to raise the kid and not report it so that he wouldn't get into trouble. What I'm saying is that these feminists whose idea of a proper retirement plan is a set of other kin polyamorous relationships with a bunch of fucking tomcats are fucking racist. They'll only care about the victims if they can use them to demonize white males or oh, yeah, other aspects sure. of Western culture that they deem to be evil. And calling them out in this way is fighting fire with fire, something that should make Blonde happy. I'm curious if you think this style of fire with fire violates your principles. Thank you. Wait, which style of fire with fire? See, I'm a little bit unclear on... Uh, of course I'm all in favor of calling out that hypocrisy. The most egregious... Or just... I don't know if it's hypocrisy, if that's the, the right word or the wrong word, but just using convenient examples of victimization to support your preconceived political worldview. So the the worst example recently that re actually pissed me off quite a lot was Jenk and Anna on the Young Turks. Just just uh, going with that that story of that 91-year-old Mexican man being beaten bloody in LA and using it to blame Trump supporters, blame conservatives. When in fact it was it was a black woman who did it to him, and there's no reason to believe Donald Trump was involved at all. The only well, what reason. What about this Anne Hathaway virtue signaling? No, I haven't. I haven't read it. Fucking white savior Anne Hathaway, horse face B-list actress, decided to tell all of us that we're not decent people. White people yeah. aren't decent people because this black chick got stabbed to death by some schizophrenic homeless person, which is a leftist problem and creation. It's like you. She was just talking about how you know white privilege. We need to. We, we black yeah. people live in fear of white people every day, which is complete nonsense if you look at the FBI data. Yeah, I, I think there's clear selection in what they choose, the people, the cases they choose to emphasize for their political purposes. I, I think that's entirely, I think there's a lot of criticism that's deserved on that end. I'm just unclear about what the fire with the fire is and what principle I'd be violating. That yeah, I wasn't clear on that either. Um, I think it sounded like he was referring to calling out their hypocrisy, in which case I have obviously no ethical problem yeah yeah i just don't see what principle might be violated because as presented i don't see any kind of principled objection to what he's talking about i think right. that stuff should be exposed and discussed. i wish that people could see these videos because he always has excellent graphics yeah he's got a lot of uh statistical information yeah yeah definitely. okay so sorry that i kind of i i i'm not trying to skip the core of the question there i'm just not entirely clear so if you want to email follow-up um and, and clarify a little bit about what the principles at stake are. Uh, be happy to respond again. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, Emily is up. And one in the chamber for Emily. Hey, y'all. Emily goes down in Florida. Hope you're doing well. Thought for today. So it's quiet. So soft. Civilization failed. It has always been the role of women when the starving hordes approach the city gate to say, oh, they're cold. They're hungry. We have to help them. And men are supposed to say, nope, sorry. That's a terrible idea. My kids need the food. Come the spring, when the snow melts, I promise to give you decent burial. Bye. <laughs> Instead, for the last 50 years, men have said, okay, please don't hate us. Please like us. May I have a pity fuck? That has not worked out well. Feminism was a giant shit test, and men failed it. Huh. 
as always, one in the chamber for Emily, but if you can't have one in the chamber, at least always have a knife. <laughs> you guys can't see, but she just pulled a knife out of her. Yeah, and breath. it's super soft. We need, um, I don't know, a new mic for Emily or whatever, whatever the device you're using has a very, very soft microphone. I can't even bump it up anymore. Um, so we should give if, a TLDR because it doesn't sound like they can hear in these. Yeah, it was really soft. So for people who don't, for people who had trouble hearing that, the premise is that feminism was basically a giant shit test and, and men failed it. And it used to be the it. responsibility of men to, when, when people showed up at other people's borders and they were cold and hungry, women would be like, we have to help these people. And the men would be like, uh, no, our own kids need to be clothed. They need to be fed but we'll give them proper burials when it comes summertime. <laughs> yeah. And she thinks that feminism was a big shit test. She asked what we thought about this. Um, I've talked about this in a few videos. I think she's absolutely right. Um, what needed to happen was men needed to put their foot down when we asked for the boat. <laughs> I mean, you always I laugh when I say this. I'm, I'm completely serious. This is basically when it started. Uh, you know, men used to be sensible. They used to be like, no, you're thinking with your, with, with your emotions, with your heart. Yeah. Uh, you have to be rational. We have to make the hard decisions. We have to take the lead in society. And now we basically have a matriarchy. Everything's totally fucked. And they're still calling it a patriarchy. This was a massive shit test. Yeah. And I could, I could admit that to some degree, I was a unknowing participant in this. Like in my younger years, I would do exactly what she's described, what she's describing, where it's like if you're in a disagreement with a with a, a girl, whether she's your girlfriend or somebody you're trying to pursue or whatever, and she's, I would just basically cave and give in to her every demand because that's what a supportive man does or whatever. Right. And I've noticed as I get older, the more I stick up for myself, at least where appropriate, the better it works out. That doesn't mean that you you can't be supportive and understanding. Um, that doesn't mean you should abandon that, but I've learned to like, when I believe that I, I haven't done anything wrong and I have nothing to apologize for, you stick up for yourself in those cases, um, sternly, but respectfully, and it tends to work out better, not worse. Yeah, exactly. And I talk yeah. about this in another video, but when I relinquished control and stopped trying to wear the pants in my, in, when I was dating, um, when I met my husband, that was like one of the first things that he set the tone, like he was going to wear the pants. He was going to make the decision. And the first thing that I felt, my immediate visceral reaction was that I was flooded with relief, yeah. flooded with relief. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have to do this shit anymore. What a fucking relief. Yeah. What a relief. And I just can't imagine because I am kind of an alpha chick, which is a poor quality in a woman. I can't imagine that your average woman wouldn't feel the same way. It, it, it's it's part of the big lie that the you know the feminists tell that's gonna make that this sort of stuff is gonna make women happy. I, I one of my biggest pet peeves is like if someone's like, hey hey, you want to do something? Or you want to meet for dinner or something like that? Or you want to meet for a drink? And you say, yeah, sure. And then they go, okay, where or what time? Yeah. It's like, well, I can give you a time, all right. Well, but the point is like, don't pass the burden of making the plan off to me yeah. because you asked for me to participate. So tell me the plan. And then I, I sort of realize I'm like, man, is this what chicks feel like when guys do that? That's why you have to be decisive yeah, as a guy. It's, it's really annoying. annoying. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you, Emily. Appreciate it. So cute. Yeah. But the, the world will never. I, I don't think so. No, she's, she's cool. Uh, okay. Let's, um, let's listen to, or let's uh, read some of these uh, email questions. We'll have to be quick with these guys. So sorry about brevity, but we're right. running up against uh, the clock. Let's, I'll go with Sam. Is that the first one? Yeah. Um, when did mainstream media democratic thought become outside the scope of what the average person could consider reasonable? 
I would theorize it began as a combination of a few things. The legalization of gay marriage opened the door for transgenderism to be not only socially acceptable, but the next perceived civil rights issue. This, of course, has snowballed into child drag queens being at least to some extent entirely acceptable to some people. As well, I think Bernie Sanders having such popularity has warped the minds of voters, young and old. He proposes ideas that sound nice to uninformed young people and people like my grandparents, and these people begin to believe they are owed these things rather than learning to work towards opportunities for themselves, free college, universal health care, et cetera. So I guess the question is... Where do the Democrats go off the rails, basically? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, this concept of a slippery slope, we've talked about this uh, on the channel a few times, but I used to think it was just a logical fallacy. I used to always you know, be like, when I was in college, that's a slippery slope fallacy. But now I'm like, that shit's real. <laughs> that is it, real. It frustrates me because I see no reason. I can give you an argument right now in the interest of time, probably can't. But I can justify gay marriage to you in a way that does not necessitate transgenderism in any way. Right. I feel yeah, that has been the result. Associated. But, the, but mean, there's no denying that the link has, has resulted. But um, I don't. Would gay marriage be the place where you think the Democrats went off the rails? I don't no, think it that's it. You know, the 1965 Immigration Act has arguably. Oh, been, you're going way back. Well, that has been the most damaging thing to the country, you know, in the last probably the last century or more. I mean, what's worse than destroying us demographically? It's, it's I, um, rotting us I, from the inside out. I actually don't think they went completely off the rails until the Trump era, to be honest. I mean, even go back on the issue of immigration. Listen to Bill Clinton. Listen to Barack Obama in 2007, 2008. They were trying they said to play th us, though. The damage had been done. They were trying to subvert the culture and demographics while acting like they were still upholding boundaries or well, borders, which they but, weren't. I mean, they said they said things about Im immigration, gay marriage, uh, the economy generally, the role of tax and spend that today would be considered right wing. Like this party has yeah, transformed they were just and stuff because they still had to appeal to middle America. Yeah, maybe. They don't have I mean, to do I don't... that anymore because they have this huge minority block that they. Can yeah, do. maybe. I um, I I just think they've whether they're just open about it or whether they have in fact changed their views. I think there's some. I think it's basically Trump derangement syndrome that has sent them off. And then FDR did some shit too. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, thank, maybe they've always had a problem. Thank you, Sam. Um, Molly is, Coddle. Oh, ahead, yeah. Are you, are you done? Uh, no, no, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Molly Coddle, Molly Coddle says, let's examine a couple data points and see if they add up to a conclusion that would piss off reigning racial politicians. According to the Democrats, Republican voters are majority white, uneducated, majority white and uneducated. They will specifically point to Trump's I love the poorly educated quote. God, that, remember that one? That one yeah, was hilarious. It's, it's like bad Trumpism. It's so they point to that quote as proof that Trump voters are too stupid to know better than to vote for him and that Trump knows that, uh, and that Trump knows that. According to Dems, Democratic voters are majority people of color. Is that actually true now? The majority of Democratic voters are racial minorities? Maybe. Uh, educated. So minorities and educated, though not necessarily both. How do we know this? Affirmative action. Affirmative action exists on the supposition that whites are getting all the education and people of color are being denied. If this is true, people of color are already voting Democrat. Uh, they don't need to be educated. Couldn't it follow then that a winning strategy for Democrats to get more votes would be an affirmative action policy that favors white people? If white people aren't voting your way because they haven't been properly indoctrinated, <clears throat> I mean educated, why not make sure they get the education that black people evidently didn't need to think properly? 
how funny would it be if someone ran on that platform? In a way, I think it legitimately makes sense, but they would be booed to oblivion so fast. I have an answer for this. It's because they don't think that white people are as easily indoctrinated as people of other races. Because I know Ooh, this, that's is, this is so trite, but leftists, they really are the real racist. I hate it when people say that because it's- Well, they take on, they, they, they make minorities their pets in this grotesque way. I mean, it's like right. what we were talking about with Miss Malevolent earlier, like- just know that I'll be looking out for you. Yeah. Well, they okay. see black people and they see Mexicans as large voting blocks that are much more easily manipulated because they're government dependent and have lower average IQs than the general population. And they, they don't want to do it with white people and they don't bother with Asians either. Hmm. I mean, left the, the proof is in the pudding. I think that leftists are really thinking. I know it's sinister, but I think that they really are thinking like this. Yeah, maybe. I mean, do you think that they all think that they're such good people? So some of them are really smart. Like George Soros is a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. Thank you, Molly Cottle. Appreciate it. Wow, this has been a PR disaster, this episode. for this. It's going to get worse when you read the next question. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is this from Jonas Love? Yeah. Okay, question for you both. Matt, what actions would, be, need, would need to be taken by the left politically, rhetorically, socially, et cetera, to push you towards white identitarianism, if only out of self-preservation. Likewise, to Blonde, what changes you would you have to see socially, politically, et cetera, for you to say the opposite, that the rights and safety in the future of white people are sufficiently protected for now? You want to go first or should I? Um, I'll go first. I would say that if demographics improved and the white population was... Um, 90% of the country's population and conservatism had really taken hold in basically every state and we had deported all 30 million illegal immigrants, I would, I would feel pretty good about it. Well, how would you, how would you achieve that 90%? Um, well, deporting 30 million people would certainly help. And okay. then we want to get it, the white birth rate up. But would, what, would you want to move citizens? Is that what you're talking about? What do you mean? Like move people who are legally here. To where? I don't know. That's my question. Is how you're going to get to 90%. I w we would just have to uh, remove welfare programs and then encourage the white birth rate, which, you know, they're doing in Hungary. There are ways to get. You're playing the long game. Yeah. Yeah. This is not, right. this is something that's going to have to happen over, over the long term. I mean, because we're not, we're not in enough trouble tonight. I'm not in enough. This is just a fucking disaster. <laughs> um, for, for my answer, what would it take for me to become a white identitarian? It would have to be real. Like, I'm talking blood in the street, white genocide. Like we're coming out to kill white people. I would have to be targeted with violence for my race specifically before I'd be like, Hey, other white guys, let's get our guns and protect our, protect our white identity. Like it would have to be a threat against me. It's, it, it would have to be something very, very serious. What if it's, um, mostly political and cultural but not a non-violent yeah what if it's happening before your very eyes but it's but it's you know you can't well really... i don't like to use the term i don't like the term white genocide i think that it, yeah. it's a non-starter for a lot of people they won't engage in conversation with you if you use it because a genocide refers to the active destruction and murder of people when you're just disincentivizing other people to breed and things like that then then we're looking at a different uh we're looking at a different phenomenon here, but I mean, would it really have to be violent for you? What, what if it just happens anyway? Let me tell you about my civic nationalism. Oh God. You globalist cock! All right, moving on. <laughs> okay, already fine. We're already in enough trouble. Jared Holt's gonna be- Jeremy says- just like jerking off. Yeah, of course. 
Hey guys, love the show and the positive community that you've built around it. I'm sorry to be so negative, but uh, my question is about some pretty dark stuff. I'm extremely introverted, right-wing man, and I have very few friends. Every day I find myself wanting to break out of my rut and meet new people, but the current political climate makes this next to impossible. This has resulted in an increased sense of isolation, and I've been having a lot of dark thoughts. I feel like a rat in a cage. I am drowning in black pills. My only recourse seems to be violence or self-destruction. Okay. Uh, Any advice? Again, I apologize for the nastiness, but I need help. That would be my first piece of advice is is if you're if you're serious about the words that you've written here seek professional help we're not qualified to talk about this but i'm going to speak to the to the to the less serious components here about just expanding social circles finding people to hang out with that sort of thing what i would say is you know take be assertive join some sort of club or group activity in the town that you live i hope it's big enough that there's something here's one thing that i've found that i was not um uh, previously aware of, but like if there, especially if there is a local gun range near where you live, the the one, the indoor range near my house has all kinds of like social events where it's like, Oh, it's um, like they have ladies night or they have like singles night or whatever like that. And you go there and you just meet people who, even if you're not into guns, like let's say you're not into shooting guns, you're not really going to find like flaming SJWs there, you know? Um, and you can meet a lot of people with, um, similar political orientations online and engage Mm. in local meetups that helps a lot um i wouldn't advocate for somebody that is talking about their only recourse being violence to go to a gun range though rent out (laughs) rent out Um, but this is where i say i'm not professionally qualified i don't know how seriously to take that or not i i i I, I don't know it doesn't sound like a direct like a direct threat or anything like that but um what I'm, the broader theme of what I'm trying to get at is like find something that's likely to attract conservatives. Right, right. Join. Yeah. And the seeking professional health thing. Um, you know, I've definitely gone to therapy and counseling, and it has helped me a lot in my life. There is no shame or stigma associated with therapy anymore, um, and it will help. It'll help get you in a better place mentally. I mean, it, I understand this black pill stage. I get there sometimes too, where I'm like, "What's the fucking point of all this? Like, I'm really gonna have kids in this environment seriously?" You know. But really, you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and trust that you'll end up in a better place later. You're not always going to feel like this. Yeah, you'll just have to you'll have to put some thought towards what are what are activities or gathering places that would attract the type of person that I'm looking for. And of course, online is is one option. But if you're just trying to do it socially on the you know be on, do it on the fly socially, think of think of some type of activity that's likely to attract the people that you're looking for and just hop in. Um, this is from Peshka. I had an epiphany. There are four genders, which are man, boy, woman, girl. Hmm. Well, I was reading, uh, it, it had an arc. This is, I guess, reading anime. Is that what that is? Uh, It had an arc about how a plant-based hermaphrodite, uh, human picks a sexual identity. As I went further through the story, it made me realize that the whole argument is being argued incorrectly. Genders are age specific descriptors of someone which, which relies on their sex and why the term was traditionally transsexual and forced to become transgender because when a boy becomes a man, he can di- be different from society to society, but he will always be male. Okay, I'm not sure I'm following this. So making it societal leads to 70 more genders. Even Googling genders says that it's sex-based with societal differences, making the difference instead of sex. Huh? Um, I'm lost to be honest. I'm, I'm lost on this one. He's got a question. Uh, or she, do you think that it, that if we could steer the ship uh, about being trans back to transsexual and away from transgender, we'd be able to stop the 76 gender BS. 
Um, I don't know that that would really solve anything because I don't think being transsexual is much of a distinguishing descriptor for transgender people. Like, I, I don't think that they really care. It's the, it's the concept of gender fluidity that needs to be banished. Until we go back to a place where we're like, there are two genders, that is it, then we're not really going to be able to put this genie back in the bottle. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about changing the terms here. I get, I get the reasoning, I think, is that if you're transsexual, the sexes are biologically... Um, there are two of them, right? They're, it's, it's, a, it's a biological... What's the term I'm looking I can't think of words right now because it's that time. This is time why our show night. can't be three hours long because we're yeah. retarded in the last... You know, but I just don't know that like changing semantics will affect this because they change word meaning all the time they change word like they'll change sexual transsexual or they'll change the sexes themselves not to be binary anymore they've already there are remember that guy in the original jordan peterson debate with the it was like that professor guy who said it's basically it's not correct that there is such a thing and i'm a scientist so i know but i can't go into it because of the interest of time that guy yeah they'll just change reality on the fly so i just don't know that the word change will there needs to be an adherence to science so they can't weasel their way out of it and do this Hmm. gender fluidity nonsense all right anon uh and and thank you uh peshka anon writes we had an upper management guy come into our office recently to talk about our current state projects and hear feedback from us they mentioned a couple times how this year has been rough uh, on the bureau but now the new director and the current administration and now with new a new director and the current administration focus will be put into law enforcement and upholding the constitution rather than political swamp behavior thank god my words not theirs anyways uh why is blonde moving to boise that's like uh the one liberal city in idaho i mean it's got nothing on oregon but still you should uh hit up main street burgers in meridian if big greasy burgers are your thing thank you guys love the show thanks i'll tell you why because even though it is the most liberal city in idaho it's still 74 percent conservative yeah i'm living in a city right now that is 16 percent conservative can you imagine yeah, idaho is idaho's one of the top Republican or specifically Trump voting states. Um, I also, it's better for uh, another business that I have. Hmm. We're, we're really tight on time. So let's close us out with these super chats called a show. Um, sure. Okay. Do, 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 do. Who's the last one? Who was the last one? Unarmed. Shut up. Ovid. Okay. Amber says, I have gloves, but no ovaries, LOL. I, su- I suppose that's a joke about my jalapeno nuva ring. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which was so funny. Um, Jonathan. <laughs> Let's Stoll- all remember that that oh, one joke that, that landed. Cool. <laughs> also, Southside Sideshow Bob, which was my crowning That's glory. true. That was the best one you that ever. Was, was that? Oh, that was that that was that lady on CNN. Right, the big going. fro, yeah. Yes. The um, other Rachel Dolezal. My yeah. one joke. I'm going to ride that one to the grave. Yeah. Jonathan Stoffel, we've had 2D printed guns for decades. No fatalities. Yeah. yeah. Um, Amber says, I play both types of flutes and my husband is pretty happy. Gross, Amber. Uh, <laughs> Frank Growley, 22 veteran suicides a day and the VA is a disgrace. Don't tell me that veterans are highly regarded in society. Don't tell me thank you for your service. Um, yeah, I mean, they have some problems with treating veterans that, that come out. But I will say that... Um, with my husband, we were walking around when he was in his uniform around New York City when we were getting married, and people were so nice to him. And I was kind of expecting yeah. people to get some shit. Like, I was a little worried we were going to get spit on or something like that. But um, 
every person we pass is like Semper Fi. And I don't, uh, I don't take that maybe government mismanagement to mean that there isn't. You find me a person. The the people who actually don't hold military and veterans in high regard are fringe SJW leftists. I agree. I mean, I've, I think your average person does. Yeah. I've dealt with this issue very personally, far more personally than anybody out there knows, to be honest. So, I, I, point taken, but don't think that I'm, you know, not informed on this one. Um, that's true. And I will say that uh, I know a lot of veterans that do not like to be thanked for their service. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we should all keep saying it anyway. Uh, Stedman Wellis literally just super chatted donut to ask him if he would come on your show. Let's make this happen. Matt Christensen <laughs> donut 2020. Sorry, blonde. Sure. Maybe you can be speaker of the house. I was speaker of the house in youth and government in high school. And I hated that job because I have a fear of public speaking. Uh, thank you for that though. Rodzilla five, three, three, two. If you don't already, I highly recommend active self-protection YouTube channel for daily self-defense shooting reviews. Hmm, cool. All right, cool. Thanks. Uh, John Daniel, while driving to a university competition, a student asked a professor if he hyphenated his name when he got married. I blurred out what type of man hyphenates his name. His professor says, my father. Womp, womp. <laughs> this is from Neo Unrealist. Everybody check out his channel if you haven't already. Speaking of Chinese and racial issues, was a riot a couple days ago in Canada of Chinese Canadians protesting Toronto government putting Muslim refugees into their communities that a community that is overwhelmingly Chinese. That's rich. Um, especially because they have saturated the real estate market and like colonized huge swaths of Canada. But I understand they're a, a peaceful uh, demographic. I'd be pissed too. Tanner Wilcox, did you guys hear about the Canadian man who changed his gender to save 1100? Yeah, I did hear about that. Uh, on car insurance. Crazy the situation they've created up there. Yep, it's a, it's a Lauren Southern situation, although she didn't do it for that reason. Uh, uh, Ice for Egg Roll says, Hapa, at my, at my diverse university, the Asians were all racist against each other. The Koreans were worst, called Filipinos the Mexicans of Asians. Lol, lol. I've heard stuff like that, too. And I've heard some stuff from Chinese people about Africans that would, like, blow your mind. Um, Dangerous Faces, thank you, Matt, for all the gear advice decided on that road mic, but the road sure. brand accessories are expensive. Looking at cheaper options, thanks again. The, the mic itself is excellent, though. Yeah, we've had good luck with these, and we've only bought these mics once since yep. doing. I mean, they've been in service been for great. two years. My now. audio is always amazing. It's my Still audio going. is so good that it, people don't even bitch about my video quality that much. <laughs> uh, J C K D D S N erase F T R from history. I'm with you, bro. Uh, Trailless Path 06. Did you hear Trump's surprise phone call to Rush? I did not. I heard uh, I was driving around today and I had Rush on again and Rush said, oh, I talked to the president like an hour ago. And I thought, did I mishear him? Did, he's saying he talked to the president on his show. Apparently it happened. I'll check it out. Uh, that's the last one. Okay. Let's uh, let's get out of here then. So um, so as I said, uh, the plan as of now is to talk to, um, talk to uh, Slightly Offensive and his cameraman about what's been going on with their mishaps or being attacked in L.A. And then uh, we'll talk, I don't know, we'll talk about Tommy Robinson. I got a bunch of stuff in the notes. What else, what else do I got? What are we going to talk about on Sunday? <laughs> I want to talk about Richard Blumenthal warning about all the 3D printed AR-15s out there who are going to come get you at the movie theater. We'll see about that. And uh, some other stuff. Oh, Bigfoot erotica. Don't forget that. Bigfoot porn. I think it's Yeah. See you then. Thanks, guys.